Good morning. How's it going, everybody? This is Red, also known as Dan, with Adam. Yes, I threw him off. Yes, again. <laughs> Here we go. Now you put on you. <laughs> Slap the money. Looks like they changed some stuff. What is I'd ask if your mother had any children that lived, but I know he has. That's, yep, that's why I picked it as a secondary song. Because <laughs> it's creeptastic? Yep. So I apologize, everybody. I know we have not been on in a couple of days. Unfortunately, I had a severe case of my allergies just popping in. And then the other day on Saturday, I did some work. I had a dryer decide to backfire into my face. So... <laughs> Made my allergies a tiny bit worse than what they were normally at. Uh, but I'm back feeling way better today. Uh, hopefully sounding better today. Drinking some nice coffee. Ready to go. Hope you all enjoy the show. Um, so my weekend pretty much consisted of... Uh, yes. Sneezing. Non-freaking stop. I was actually sneezing inside the customer's house. Thankfully, the customers were uh, understanding, and they didn't just look at – well, actually, I should say that the second set of customers were understanding. The first set of customers looked at me like, oh, shit, he has COVID, even though that's not – well, that's kind of funny. It is because in today's world, even sneezing is just you get you weird looks. Uh, so, Yeah. Um, all right, so we got, we got some updates here that I'm seeing. We have a contribution list, so anybody contributes anything, like, uh, I guess, with engagements, uh, pod points, especially since this is a new month. Um, very, very cool. Uh, blockers. So I only have one person that I, I've had to block this entire time. I'm happy to <laughs> – extremely happy that that's uh, – a thing um but uh yeah i pretty much stayed inside hey taha how you doing um mm -hmm. 
pretty much stayed inside this weekend. End up making some for Bood, my friend. Good to see you again. Uh, made some changes. Uh, some very, very important decisions, uh, which is going to end up changing the the podcast. We definitely will still be doing the podcast, no doubt about that. Times are going to end up changing a little bit. So the big giant change is I'm going to be moving to Texas. So I currently live in North Carolina, and I'm going to move to Texas. With Texas is actually our number one spot in the U.S. that downloads and listens to our podcast. Really? So it's really cool. They have a, a well, they have actually in Texas, they have, when it comes to Sasquatch, um, Bigfoot, the hairy man, whatever you want to call them, they have a lot of encounters in Texas. Matter of fact, there's even a, uh, normally, uh, there's a group that got shut down Yes, sir. I am back and good to go. There is a group that got shut down by the feds and got threatened and everything. Uh, they were very well-known people. Um, who was it? Whose show was it? I can't remember if it was Wes Groomer's show, Sasquatch Chronicles, or Tony Merkel's show, um, The Confessionals. But they were they, they had somebody on the show, and they were um, – pretty much they're given the details of what happened and they went took these people to a national park and it's a very known quote unquote what some people call squatchy uh cliff and bobo bobo is very known for the squatchy term uh and the uh shut it down Fed showed up and shut them down big time. So, I mean, how crazy is that? You go to a, a known place, right, where Sasquatch are, are located or known to be, and it gets shut down on the point. No problem. Take care for food. Good to see you again. Uh, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to get you on here. We are going to do that UFO one, especially for you. Um, the, the crop circles, we'll do it on Thursday when I know that you're free. So, yeah. Marianne, thank you for joining the show. Good morning. I'm hoping you have a great morning. I hope you had a better weekend, even though it's Tuesday. Uh, but unfortunately, we weren't on yesterday, and that's just because we're we're healing up and and staying particularly busy. <laughs> Dana had to spend the weekend washing the shit out of his sinuses. <laughs> Prabhu, take it easy. Thanks for coming by. Take care, Prabhu. So, um, yeah, that, that was that's my weekend, and I'm gonna be very very busy uh, getting ready to move. It's going to be a 16 and a half to 17 hour drive from here to Texas. And I'm the kind of guy that does, doesn't like to stop. <laughs> so we'll, we'll take gas breaks and bathroom breaks for the pets uh, when we have to. But besides that, we're just going to keep on driving. 
I'm going to keep my business that I have going on here in North Carolina here. And then I'm going to start one in Houston, Texas. We will be taking over the world. One state at a time. <laughs> so and then I got to switch a bunch of stuff over. But uh, that's pretty much my big giant decision started off. I, I've been thinking about it for a while. I had a. Uh, you know, my cousin lives down there. The rest of my family is actually going to be moving from oh, awesome uh, from New Jersey to Texas. So I'm going to join them. I'm actually going to beat them to the punch a little bit. My, my cousin Chris is down there right now, and uh, I'm going to beat the rest of them to the punch. My mother, and, and as uh, Chris's mom likes to call herself, mom number two, <laughs> are right now down in Texas visiting with Chris and his family, his wife and kids. And uh, they're going to be looking at apartments and houses uh, for me to rent. And yeah, so that's uh, the big deal with me. What about on your end there, Adam? I'm just trying to survive and not let my brain melt. Too late. Damn. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about Dogman or Werewolf. Now, Dogman is has been a term around for probably about, I'm going to say, hmm, 15, 20 years uh, that I know of. Um, I could be wrong. I could, and by all means, anybody listening, feel free to correct me. And let me know what actual it is. But werewolf was always a super popular term. But it yeah. does seem like there's a difference between the two when it comes to size, looks. But I also think some people now, since Dogman is becoming a way more popular term, that a lot of people are, are kind of confusing it too. Because even with the uh, story we were just listening to, he said it looked like a wolf, but he called it a dogman. Now, most people say that dogmen look more like a German Shepherd, uh, you know, sometimes Husky. Um, so I guess it really depends on where and, and the sizes are normally different. Dogmen could be anywhere from, uh, you know, short around five feet to up to, I, I think, like six, six and a half feet uh, height wise. Um, where werewolves are normally from like the six foot range and up. Uh, okay. So around, I, I think the biggest one that I've heard uh, is about 10 feet. So, yeah, I mean, that's, a, well, that's werewolf wise. Uh, and I, I think werewolves are more, more built, a little bit bigger, where the, the dog mans are a tiny bit smaller, but regardless, it's a, it's a, you know, you see something like that, whether it's dogman or werewolf, it's going to, you know, frighten you because it's, you know, you got a, a pretty much a beast standing on its two feet that normally stand on its four legs. Most of the time seen with glowing eyes. Uh, a lot of the occasions you hear them, they have blood on their face already from probably, you know, already hunting and killing something. Uh, and I'm going to say 
probably 95% of the sightings, regardless if, if it's dogman or werewolf, people say they get an evil glow from it. Hmm. Like they get this evil feel that they, that it's something that's like this has got like an aura. Yeah. Um, like an, just an evil aura going on. Um, so that's, you have that. And it's kind of, it's funny because sometimes you have that with, Sasquatch, but not all. That's the thing. It's not all the time. Sometimes people are like, oh my goodness, it's so scary. You know, you could tell that it was just pure evil. But when you do the encounters, a lot of the encounters don't, people don't seem to have that feel when it comes to Sasquatch. A lot of the times, like if you, especially if you talk to hunters, um, you have hunters that are out there and you know, concentrating on getting, you know, their, their shot in, whether it's deer or turkey or whatever, you know, especially the ones that are up in tree stands. A lot of times you get stories where uh, the Sasquatch um, kind of just want to let them know, hey, you know, we're here. Whether it's saying, hey, you're on my territory or, hey, watch what you're shooting, you know, don't shoot mm-hmm. me. I'm letting you know I'm in the air. Uh, and and I, I think sometimes that is what it, what it is. I mean, if you, the one story, uh, you know, I'm, it's, it was West Groomer's show, Sasquatch Chronicles. Uh, and it was going back, I think maybe in the 300th episode and he's over, over 600 episodes now. Um, nice. but his one episode, the the hunter was describing, he was about 20 feet up in the air on a tree stand when he felt something grab, I think he said his left leg, and he looks down and sees that it's a Sasquatch and jumps out of his body. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're 20 feet in the air, and this guy is reaching up saying, hey, got you. <laughs> you look down, and you're like, holy shit. You know, it's a uh, well. As Pops always says, first you say it, then you do it. I might feel bad for the Sasquatch there in a second. <laughs> I tell you, man, that's that's a heck of a that's a heck of a wake me up right there. Right then and there, you have to you have to think. Do do I really want to bag this deer that bad that I, I'm gonna stick around with this guy? Um, it, it had to be huge. I, I would I would think it at the very least it. it if I remember right, it would probably have to be about 14 feet tall wise for it to reach up and say hello. Uh, particularly since their arms are longer than their legs, they'll definitely have the reach to go. Woo-woo. Say, hey, how you doing? And the thing is, with that story, the, you know, the guy, the hunter said, I didn't feel threatened. It scared me because, well. It was a Sasquatch, and I'm 20 feet in the air. So I wasn't prepared for anything to grab my leg. Let him know, not even know it was underneath me. So, you know, but again, he didn't get that feeling that it was evil or had, you know, any male intent or, or anything like that. It was just that it was there. He was just giving a leg a squeeze. He ended up walking in front of the the tree stand, looked back, kind of. I think I think he did a wave, and then walked away. It was almost like, "Hey, here, watch where you're shooting." 
You know, no antlers. <laughs> not a bear, not a deer. Don't shoot. I can hurt you. So, and I, you know, I think really that on some of those cases, that is what it, that's what it was, but there hasn't been a case that I heard of yet. I'm not saying it's not ex- non-existent. I'm saying as of yet, I have not heard of a case where somebody says they seen a dog man or a werewolf and were like, ah, oh, I felt at ease. I didn't feel like I was afraid or I should run in fear for my life or maybe not shoot this thing. Um, so you have that. And I think that's very interesting when it comes to how people, per, you know, take things. I mean, also Bigfoot, <laughs> Uh, in our life wise, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call, has been through TV series, cartoons, movies. So it's very also very much been put in our mind uh, regardless. Yes. So in werewolves or dogmen, they've been put in our mind as well, not as often and never as a you know, good guy, unless you go by the Twilight movies where Doesn't there's count. sparkling vampires and Sparkly. the werewolves <laughs> that turn into dogs. So it's not even the same thing. It, the, 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 they're not even werewolves, really. They're, they're not. A werewolf is known to be uh, an aggressive. Well, not, as, not as aggressive, but it's not known to take your it's not a human turning into a wolf. It's a human turning into a, you know, human humanoid version of a wolf, which is standing up on two feet, big gnarly <laughs> teeth, claws, and could f you up. Yeah. Uh, one thing we were listening to it, and I found it interesting, is the fact that a lot of these stories they were only I'm trying to figure out. They were not far removed from society. Truck stops. You know, a little bit behind, you know, the one guy who lived a little bit outside of town. Which really does line up with the werewolf mythology. Well, the one wasn't a truck stop. The one was he hit it. Oh, he should have moved faster. He was on the road and smacked into it. Had a and, the, and of course had a pullover because the whole front end of the truck was messed up. Yeah. Now you're talking about big, steep, you know, Mack truck trucks. Even if you were talking about a 26 foot U-Haul truck, not a lot can damage those bad boys. <clears throat> when I was when I, when I was working on the road as a helper for that uh, moving company, I spent almost two years on a truck. And I saw one of those things hit a deer at the shoulder because it was trying to cross the highway. And you know the damage deers can do to vehicles. Well, the truck didn't slow down and the head kept going. The body was no longer, it sheared the body clear off. The head kept trying to run. Well, that's one way to have a, you know, put put up a nice taxidermy. Taxidermy, well, <laughs> not taxidermy, but nice headpiece for your uh, walk. Hey, what in the world is wrong with your dog, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, 
But the amount of damage those things can do, and from what he was saying is, that thing got back up, or what? how did that? Uh, apparently, it got back up and took off. Now, there's been accounts with Sasquatch as well where they get hit by a Mack truck. Sometimes they take off. Sometimes they're they're done because it's a Mack truck. It all depends on how fast the bad boy's moving, if it, it's even survivable or not. Well, they don't like going slow, so. Um, yeah, yeah. Mack, trucks are not known to go at a slow speed. And I'm not saying as in cruising-wise, but even a Mack truck at 50 miles per hour, 60 miles per hour hits you. Sasquatch or not, dogman, werewolf or not, probably not getting up afterwards. Well, you're looking at what? Three tons worth of truck, minimum. And that's for like a lightweight freight liner. Plus, they can carry upwards of what? 10, 12 tons? I'd have to look it up. No, the bend on the you're vehicle. About yeah, thousands, that's one. thousands of pounds moving at. 60, 70 miles an hour. I don't care what you are. That's leaving a dent. At the very <laughs> least, it's leaving a dent. So, I mean, you, you do have it where, like you said, the one guy that was driving the Mack truck, he, he encountered a dog man, uh, which I think was probably more of a werewolf, to be honest with you, just because size-wise, and it took a hit, and then, ran on afterwards whether it made it into the woods and forest and got covered and died later who knows he had to call the cops he had to get them involved of course they questioned him asked him a bunch of questions uh and i'm sure that they went on a search for this thing just in case that it was injured and died that they could recover a body nobody else finds it because you know cover up right whether it's government or not, I'm not. I'm not 100% sure on. To be honest with you, there is some kind of cover up going on. Okay. Is it government? Who knows? Could be. Maybe. Um, I was a little off on the weight of a tractor trailer. Maximum is eighty thousand pounds. Thirty-six thousand kilograms. That's what. Forty tons. Yeah. So that's that's the thing, you you know, you you whether dogman or werewolf, I, I I think a lot of the encounters, I mean, at the time it's probably super uh you know, confusing cuz you're like um you're surprised at what you're looking at, you're trying to make sense of it in your brain, which doesn't always work real well when you're in the Oh, crap reflex. But now, <clears throat> the origins of these things, like the dogmen, are they fundamentally different from, say, a werewolf? Well, I mean, the differences pretty much between dogman and werewolf are going to be looks, size. Uh, so far, they act the same. I mean, they both seem pretty aggressive. Uh, but the thing is, too, I, I don't think they're super aggressive either because there's you don't hear a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I got attacked. You know, it's you hear people say they felt like they were evil, um, you know, they had an evil aura about it. But you don't hear a lot of people going, oh, yeah, this attacked me. Um, I, you know, I, I barely made it out alive or 
or somebody even end up dead, which you're not going to hear about anyway. Uh, Probably get written down as a bear attack. The bear attack or a 411 missing person. So you you have certain things where you have to check out, you know, um, check into a little bit. But I really think that uh, that the differences is is pretty much uh, size wise and the actual look of them, because um, you you don't really hear where they're chasing somebody down or they'll chase cars down. I've heard about that and keep up a pace of a car going 55, 60 miles per hour and be running along with it and then just pop out into the woods. Uh, but there's also cases where, you know, they chase somebody, but the people always make it back fine. So are they really aggressors or are they just trying to scare people away from them saying, you know, cause they want them, they want to be left alone. That's, that's the question. Are they being the ones that are, you know, trying to be nasty and, and go after people and actually kill people. I'm sure there's probably one or two, but I honestly, just because of the encounters, they all almost start the same. Uh, they felt evil. They're staring me down or kind of chased us a little bit, but no, nobody ever got hurt that I know of. Again, I'm sure there's probably an encounter out there that somebody has. A couple of milk carton specials. Um, but most of the encounters all end up are the same way, and people get away. People are fine. They just felt like it was evil. But that could just be something that's embedded in our brain because every movie – <laughs> minus Twilight, and I don't count that as a movie for vampires or werewolves because they're not werewolves in that movie. Um, has it where they're mostly evil, they're trying to eat you, they're trying to kill you, they're trying to hurt you, or they're trying to turn you. So it's it's for me, I think it's it's stupid. To, to to sit there and say that they're all evil. Don't get me wrong. If I seen one and it came charging at me, it would get shot. Because then it just comes down to me or you, fight or flight. I don't have the flight built into me. And you can't run at 50 miles an hour, so that kind of limits the options. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> damn sure can't run at 50 miles per hour. So... It limits those options a lot. Might take a couple of back steps while I'm getting ready to aim down with it. <laughs> so I mean, it really comes it comes to that. So far, again, as far as I know, nobody's ever got killed or maimed or or really hurt. All the stories that I've when I people from I've talked to, people that I've heard on podcast other podcasts doing their interviews, none of them. I've heard about anybody getting attacked. So I really think it's more like, oh, I got scared of these people away, so they leave me alone, and they run in the opposite direction, so I can hightail it in the opposite way, you know, and, and get away from the whole situation. Um, and a lot of people. It, now, when you 
look into like the history of like cancer throughout the world. You gotta sit over here, man. All right, all right. You're not even biased, and it could be canceling you out. Sorry, it's the puppy. I had to put the puppy. We're talking about Dogman, and he's a dog. He was sleeping, and he's now awake. He's still laying there in a uh, position. So there's a lot of lore about how the like uh, lycanthropes came about. You know, the werewolves. Do you think that there's what I'm trying to say? Do you think it's like a different breed of a werewolf? Do you think these are humans that have somehow changed? I mean, I think that it would they would have to be. That's the whole def. That's how the whole werewolf thing got started. It's always been that the werewolves were humans to start with. So that's where the term liking really came from. It went from human to a wolf person. Do I believe they could change? back I, I honestly don't know i don't know if it's like how you know in movies and shows that you see you know a, a person turn into a werewolf and all, all of a sudden they're changing their body back to a human and walking around is it possible anything is possible we don't we don't know enough i mean you got if you look into quantum physics with different realms there's different possibilities uh, it's just uh, endless. So it, it, it could be possible that the legends of the berserkers were actually turning into bears. So yes, ah! well, there's also Viking legends of berserkers turning into wolves, yeah. beast that take that takes the power and the form of either a wolf or a bear, and they just dominated whatever was in their way. Oh. So. You do have have that. So, continuing on, I mean, like I said, I, we don't try to put anything past anything because just that'd be sort of dumb. Do you? Hmm. Bum 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 bum. Trying to work because bit of an odd subject. I'm trying to word it right. Uh, how's it going? Uh, Ransford? Ransford, how you doing, man? Thanks for uh, listening to the show. My brother's trying to word something, so please forgive him. I might need another cup of coffee. Okay. So if these things are the, you know, classic werewolf lycanthrope style, where they still retain some of their intelligence, I, I do you think they're simply trying to scare them away? Or that they're attempting to, you know, not draw too much attention to what they are? Honestly, I think, see, the thing is, like, if you go back and, and you listen to the history or the stories or anything like that when it comes to werewolves or dogman or, or whatever, that's good, man. That's really good. Glad to hear it. Um, then you, uh, you know, classic ones, they, they take over more of the beast part of the brain than the human part of the brain. If you go by the stories, right? Yeah. So they're not going to be thinking like a person. They're going to be thinking like a, a beast and 
most animals out there, wolves, uh, you know, wild dogs, coyotes, stuff like that. Um, even though they're animals and whatnot, they still want to hurry up and head out. Uh, thank you, sir. We pre appreciate that. Um, they want to, you know, head out and stay away from humans. That's that's a given. You know, bears. Most of the time, if a, you see a bear out in the woods and it sees you, it wants to skedaddle in the opposite direction because they by now know what humans do. I mean, sometimes we hunt bears uh, by ch by choice. Uh, sometimes you have to kill them not by choice because they got too close to humans. They got too close and they, they had to get put down. So a lot of animals, their, their definition after they get done doing whatever they're doing, they see human, it's time to take off and go. So I, I think that's part of more part of the beast uh, way of thinking, animal way of thinking than it is with the human way of thinking. Because, okay. uh, you know, when you're if you thought like a human, like, oh, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm transformed or whatever and disappear out into the, the sunset. A lot of times it's just not going to be the same. Um, so I, I think more like the, the beast mentality takes over if you're looking into the werewolf stories of legend. It makes more sense. Well, I think I just heard parts delivery. I'll be back in a moment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he just he just he just got up. <laughs> He smacked his chin on the table. Oh my goodness! It's in the Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, the the difference between the, how you say like with dogman, werewolf, I, I really believe it's pretty much the size, and of course the way they look. I, but I don't think the way it, you know. The attitude goes with if you hear about people talking about their encounters with them, it just seems the same. Uh, people say that it's pure evil and something that, you know, you don't want to mess with. It, it just have a pure evil aura or de demonic, you know, aura about them. Um, some people say it's a spirit, you know, or it could be a legit demon. It, that's that's the that's the crazy thing. But you as far as i know i've never heard of anybody actually getting physically assaulted or attacked by them so it's it's definitely uh something to think about i mean i've heard a bunch of people uh i mean personally tell me i've listened to again other podcasts where they're doing their interviews and and talking about their own uh you know encounters so there, there's a lot of things where you gotta take into uh, consideration, really. But I mean, I, I'm just uh, I, I just think that the differences between the two is really size, size and the way you look. Um, is one more aggressive than the other? You really are not gonna be able to 100% answer that. 
if you go by encounters, both of them are aggressive. Uh, there's there's ones where, again, they're chasing people, but I haven't heard of anybody. I've heard old school encounters when it comes to werewolves actually attacking and killing people. And I'm talking about old, old school encounters from, from over in England, uh, old school hey. uh, France, Ireland, uh, Scotland. Um, I've heard encounters right here in the U.S. when we were just a colony. Um, so I've heard old school encounters of, of them uh, attacking people. And again, what I always say is history, you know, is evidence. And the thing is, I haven't heard anything recently. I haven't heard anything uh, attack wise. Um, probably for I'm gonna say over a hundred years of any attacks. Now, is it maybe because somebody's trying to hide things? And when I say attack, I mean physically attacked, insulted, and trying to kill. I'm not saying these people got away with it. It could be that people are just hiding uh, the truth. Again, who knows? Could be government saying it. Couldn't maybe not. You never know. But I mean, that's just one of the many. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to try to break it down. Uh, people that I've talked to personally, um, you know, I've, I've, I've had people honestly tell me that they peed themselves, and they couldn't. They couldn't hold it it was just it just automatic release they seen it they end up peeing themselves and even doing the other you know um and you can't blame them it's not you can't look down on them you you see a big giant beast and some people you know go into a, a straight you know state of shock and that's part of it so you have to uh, really take it, take that into account. But I haven't heard any recent for the last hundred years. Uh, and I'll look into it more. Um, but I haven't heard any like full on attacks where people are, are hurt and, or, you know, maimed or, or anything. So you really, when it comes to the aggressive side, it, it could just be people just automatically now being afraid of them. Or maybe there are ones where they attacked, mauled, and, and killed even. Um, but 1500s France, there was a series of attacks that were said to be done by werewolves. You didn't you didn't hear what I said, did you? Um, I said the last 100 yeah. years. Okay. It's 2020. I'm trying to listen from across. I'm making you a call. Click your foot. <clears throat> still hurts. But this is one thing I do find interesting because memory serves a lot of these werewolf dogmen. Now, I'm not sure about the recent ones, but the old ones were very, very much surrounded by the French colonies. There was a series of them that happened in, you know, the Louisiana area further up north. Uh, you know, uh, French... French Canadia, mm -hmm. you know, those areas where those settlers, French Canadian. Yeah. One of them. 
Maple syrup, people. <laughs> I'm sorry to any listener that happens to be French. Nothing personal. I just happened to marry one of y'all. <laughs> She's what we like to call Southern Canadian. Yes. But anywho, anywho, anywho. From upstate New York. <clears throat> and Heather, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <clears throat> but, yeah, and I mean, even the ones that did happen in Spain of these werewolf sightings into attacks, they were always in this one little mountain range between Spain and France. I think this is interesting because when you follow these stories, it almost looks, it almost follows the path of where these people were from, quite well where they went to. Is it possible that some of these people, like say, are cursed and, you know, are keeping their heads low. Well, it definitely is. And it makes you also question if some of the stuff that you hear about werewolves or, or, or dogmen are true. Werewolves are known to be uh, immortal, just about. Um, only way to kill them is with silver. And, well, silver, and there, there's another line of them, but whether all that stuff is true or just made up, who knows? Um but it makes you think, you know, I'm sure there's, if if that's, if you just think about being immortal, walking around and been around for such a long time, now you got somebody that has to, has to, without a doubt, travel across, you know, we'll say he's from, originally from Canada, has to travel all over the place and switch up saying where he's from to keep around. Because if they don't age or age extremely slow, According to, you know, anything you hear about werewolves or whatnot, sometimes you hear werewolves aren't supposed to be in the world. It's just the uh, vampires. Mm-hmm. Get him out. Get him out. Um, so it, it really, I, I think it's a very interesting uh, concept. And if you hear that noise in the background, it's actually uh, Adam's phone going super loud right now. But a a lot of interesting stuff, without a doubt, um, if you think about it. So you really got to take it. But if you if you do take it, that will say that there's a werewolf, that it's immortal. You would have to think it would have to move around to stay from actually giving itself up. Would have to change the name frequently, you know. And nowadays, I'm sure that's way harder than it's ever been. Because you could go back 100 years and you could definitely pull that off. You could you could really technically, I guess, even go back 30, 40 years and still have been able to pull that off. Today's world, where, yeah, everything's tracked, it's definitely harder to try to pull off. Uh, no doubt about it. So, it, I, th- I think it would be a definitely a harder possibility. Here, take over, Adam. All right, give me a second here. I did just miss a call. Thanks for calling the all right, hey Mel, how you doing? Good to talk.
talk to you. Good to see you. All right. Well, what you got? Um, I'm gonna give you to my tech real quick because she's, right. she's pulling it up right now. <clears throat> Looks like I got to do a quick little switch room. Jesus. Hey, sir. How you doing? All right. All right. Now we switch back. Hey, Mel. How you doing today? We are talking about. Dogmen and werewolves. So that is the issue, and we're seeing what, how they're alike, how they're different, um, and how people might mix one for the other. So, Mel, how was your weekend? Did you uh, have a good weekend? Hopefully, glass or plastic. But um, yeah. So, oh, it's great to hear. Great to hear. I stayed. I unfortunately, I, I said in an earlier podcast, but unfortunately, I had my allergies kicked up in the overdrive. Um, so that's why I have not been on like how I normally am. Um, and and <laughs> Saturday I was working and I was fixing a dryer, and then I got some blowback with the lint right in my face and even though i was wearing a mask it got all over my face and the mask did not block the lint so i started sneezing uh something terrible and the people's dryer that i was working on were like oh are you you okay are you sick so i'm like no yeah i'm fine it's just uh it's it's just you know, my allergies kicked in. I just had the lint blow over my face. And when five minutes, you know, goes by, I just started sneezing. So it was uh, kind, of, kind of funny seeing their reaction. <laughs> it, it's just weird nowadays because of the whole COVID-19 thing. Everybody is very much afraid of all that. But it's like they look at you. You sneeze and they look at you like, oh, whoa, okay. Are you, you all right? You do you need to finish later on or it's like, no, I'm good. I was just sneezing. It's just my allergies. I'm fine. Um, so yeah, there was that. And then yesterday I didn't go on cause, uh, I was, uh, super busy. I, I had one job I had to do, but, um, I'm actually getting ready to move to Texas, uh, next month. And that is, uh, what I was busy trying to get ready for. And even today, uh, I'm trying to get ready um, for it as well. So we will see how it goes. Hopefully everything pans out. Got to look into it right now. Uh, apartments or a house um, until we end up buying another one and bringing my business down there. So, yeah, it's been uh, – it's it's been – Fun, to say the least. Uh, oh, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually looking forward to the drive, to be honest. I love driving. I love taking long trips. Um, it's about a 16 and a half to 17 hour ride. It might be a little bit more because I'll be getting a uh, 26 foot, uh, truck from budget. So, and anybody that's out there and they're, they're not a sponsor, but anybody that's out there listening, if you have the company budget, um, 
available to you, I suggest using them because, man, they are way cheaper than uh, the other companies out there by far. And on top of it, they gave me 25% off, which took even more money off. So they were actually close, almost almost $500 cheaper than the other companies. So that was awesome to me. I'm saving money, um, especially since it's probably going to cost me somewhere close to, I'm going to say maybe $500 uh, for gas-wise to get down there. So, yeah, we're going to definitely um, be busy with that that end of things. Uh, so, yeah, definitely suggest checking out Budget. Budget is just, a, I mean, seems to be like a great company, great way they set things up where you could put um, set up where you could just end up doing your reservation, going in at a certain time, and then picking your truck up and leaving. So going to be very busy soon. Podcast is still going to be around, of course. The hours are, of course, going to change because over uh, in Texas where I'm moving, they're an hour behind us on the uh, East Coast. So i got to worry about that. But we're going to keep this podcast going no matter what. It might completely change around times because – I'll be starting my business down there as well. So I'll be working it and getting busy. I might take on somebody else if I get busy enough, grab another tech and have another tech uh, work for me. But in overall, we'll check it out uh, and we'll see what we can do. Um, tomorrow. What's that? Parts will be here tomorrow. Awesome. What was the cost? He he just uses the card. He doesn't know what the cost was. He just gave him the card information. Should be right about eighty-five. Did they send an email? I'm hoping. Yes. All right. So I'll find out what the cost is in a second. But yeah, so uh, definitely budget when it comes to moving company you want to use for the trucks because like i said they're close to 500 dollars cheaper than everybody else i checked and that's because they gave me a 25 percent um discount 25 percent discount on top of the, they were already lower than everybody else before the 25 percent discount but when you sign up and sign in they had a 25 percent discount that they put on top of it so it was uh very, very cool. And you always, of course, you always have a chance to hire somebody to help you out. I'm not doing that. I'm forcing somebody. I'm forcing somebody to help me out. Wait, what? Which is Adam. Whoa, hold on, hold on. What did I just get told for? <laughs> hold on a second. I'm moving all the stuff into the truck. And then I have, of course, my cousin that owes me a favor. In Texas as well, um, and he's gonna help me out uh, move into the house. So I'm I'm very very much excited for it. Hopefully, uh, you know it'll be smooth sailing, no issues. Uh, not even though it's it is hurricane season, and <laughs> hurricane season doesn't end until probably like October. 
Uh, so we'll be moving during the season, but uh, hopefully everything pans out and we're good to go. No issues. Knock on wood. But uh, normally the dogs will be barking, but thankfully they're all outside, I think, besides maybe Candy or even Candy might be. But, uh, yeah, very, very much excited. But the podcast is still going to go. We're continuing to put pictures and stuff on our, our members-only site. That'll be hooked up and ready for you guys. Hopefully, in a couple months, I am going to do a lot more uh, camping, and uh, uh, I am planning on going camping before I leave at least two more times. Getting out there, uh, which I only have X amount of weeks left. I think we have six weeks left, and then we're we're out. So, um, what? Florida. What about Florida? Well, I got to go to Florida to uh, after Texas because she has a bunch of stuff in Florida that we have to move from Florida to Texas. So, yeah. But that's been the exciting stuff in my life. Uh, I'm actually super pumped up about it. I cannot wait, to be honest. Um, And I'm looking forward to going out there and doing some camping, man. There's some really, really hot Sasquatch spots uh, to check out, and I plan on doing so. Hopefully uh, with a group. I might I might join the BFRO. Um, I think I might just so I have a, a group. I, and I don't want to go out there with 20, 30 people anywhere we go because I'm sorry, but – That many people scares off anything around Yeah, it's just not going to be – helpful like if you have go a small group maybe we'll say five to ten yes still good enough number and you go out have a good time you know look for signs or even if it's one or two other people um and i want to check out the area too because of the fact that uh not just squatching but i want to go hunting and I, I need to check out what, what they got going on. So we'll see. Um, very, very, uh, very much looking forward to it, to, to say the least. And my mom is actually down there with uh, uh, mom number two. So uh, Definitely going to be uh, a good time, I think. A lot of fun. Um, the girlfriend's looking forward to it. She just put her, her uh, you know, six-week notice in. You're going to sweat your beard off. <laughs> That's the only part I'm not looking forward to. I I love the cold weather. I'm a cold weather guy. Hot weather? Not a fan. It gets hot enough here in North Carolina for me all that I need. <laughs> you should have seen him down in Florida. I went to go visit. He's living he like, what, hour and a half away? No, 45 minutes. Huh. I get there. He's laid out in the middle of the living room and his boxers underneath the ceiling fan. Just... <laughs> I just got done working out, okay? <laughs> Jesus. That may be, but you didn't need to traumatize me. Whatever, dude. It was hot. Now moving to Texas, it's hotter. 
I mean, I was trying to lose weight, right? So I'm just going to melt that shit right off. <laughs> Welcome to Non-existent. I mean, I was outside the other day helping a customer do something what we normally, we normally just work on appliances, but I was helping a customer with their outlet outside, trying to get it all legal for them and sweating, like just pouring from me. Cause it's, it's hot here, but it is super freaking humid. So even when it's not super hot, it's still super freaking humid and sweat is pouring. My body runs hot. It always has, always will. When we were kids growing up, I would be outside during the winter in a t-shirt when it was cold outside. This is Jersey weather, so back then we used to get snow all the time. The girls at my bus stop would put their hands up my shirt to cool off, like to warm their hands up. They would put their hands up my shirt. I love the cold. But when your body runs hot and you have super cold hands going up your shirt, it's a shocker. <laughs> it's like, whoa, wait, what the heck are you doing? I am not a damn heater. So my, my putting somebody's body that normally runs hot and you put them down in Texas, you're asking for trouble automatically. It's like, well, hell. Uh, yeah, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, again, I'm going to try to head out, go camping a couple times, do some more investigating out here at why I can. And um, I'm just really, really looking forward to it. I know hopefully in 10 years, I'll be actually back over around this way, going to Tennessee and retiring. Yes, I said 10 years. So I'm hoping at 47, I'm able to retire. And enjoy my life. Retire? What's that? But <laughs> I have the slightest idea. Like, I know regular tire. No, retired, not tired. Mm. I know tired, too. I'm going to know it really good soon. But, yeah, um... That's what was on my agenda. We were talking about Dogman or Werewolf. Uh, and I would love for if there's any listeners out there, if they have Dogman encounters, Werewolf encounters, when I publish the show today, please feel free to hit us up on our Gmail account. Um, if you want, you can be on the show, be a guest on the show. Or you could just tell, you know, if you're not comfortable with actually coming on the show and sharing your story, we could share the story for you. And, of course, leave some key information out, such as your name and whatnot. Uh, hit us up at monsterinvestigatorsofamerica at gmail.com. You could also follow us on Twitter at Monsters America or Monster Investigators of America. We pop up either way. Um, and really hope – can he get inside? Um, really hoping that these guys enjoy the show. If you actually check out our last couple of shows – um, I think y'all love them because we had some great guests on sharing some awesome stories. I love when we have guests on and they're able to share their stories. It doesn't matter if it's cryptid, paranormal, or, you know, UFO, alien stuff. We love having a guest on and sharing the stories. 
So hopefully, uh, you know, hit us up with an email or you can get us on Twitter. You want to share your story, please do. Um, we had uh, three or four stories uh, two or three shows ago and the same with the other show. And I just honestly, it's already labeled, you know, one of my favorite shows. So super excited. Super excited and definitely looking forward to it. Really, really uh, can't wait for the next listener to pop on. We are hoping to get some special guests on the show uh, soon. Yeah, before the move, I'm, I'm actually um, trying to get, and I'm going to look it up so I don't mess his name up if possible. Uh, let me see. Um, this gentleman and his brother, uh, they pod, they, they're, they do podcasts with, uh, let me see here, but that's all folks. Uh, <laughs> first day with the new tone, Bigfoot terror in the woods. So, uh, their podcast, which is right here on Podbean, Um, I am going to try to see if I could get one or both of them on the show, uh, have them tell, they have some awesome interview stories, uh, that are all interviews, all factual stuff. Um, and people pretty much, and he's actually written, I want to say seven books, eight books, uh, six of them are on that cool little audio thing where they read the book to you. Um, Especially if you're somebody that like, if you're a truck driver, it's really good for you, you know, to have the audio version of the book or it just pops up. So, yeah, I think that would be uh, definitely exciting. Adam is also, no matter what, when I move, Adam's going to be part of the show. He'll just have to call in and be the guest on the show, but he'll still be a part of it, um, even with us moving to Texas. So, Looking highly forward to that. I'm going to actually send him, uh, send them an email today and see if I could get them on the show. Uh, so I'm, I think that's going to be pretty cool. I was going to try to get a, a, a special guest um, on the show. Actually, I don't know if any of our listeners would uh, have heard about him, but there is a show on YouTube that me and Adam watch and it's a great show. It's highly entertaining, highly entertaining. I think I know where this is going. Jadom's name is Magog. He's a sorcerer. Necromancer to be precise. Ne- Necromancer. And it's a, it's a great, it's a great entertaining show. So if y'all get bored, check out Magog's show. Um, he has a couple different versions of it. He's he's definitely a pretty cool guy. I sent him a, a message through Twitter. He never responded to me. So he's a busy guy. I mean, he's building a village. He's yeah. He's he's built. That's actually what I wanted to have him on the show because I I, I want to talk about survivalist stuff and living off the grid too. Um, and maybe see if he's had any crazy encounters. He was overseas. He was overseas. He he served in the military as well. Um. So I would love to see if he has any stories or heard of any stories, uh, crypto wise or anything else. Um, 
But, yeah, I think uh, I'm hoping to get him on the show. Maybe if I bug him a crap load more. Uh, or just talk to him to Discord. Again, we have Discord. Adam will end up sharing the Discord uh, on there. We'll also end up uh, share it on Twitter so I can copy and paste it onto the uh, description when we pub- when I publish the show. Good. Uh, members only site is going to be up and running shortly. I'm going to start posting pictures and some video footage on there. Uh, I can't wait for um, that to be up and running because I, I think that's going to be really cool. Discord's automatically going to be a part of it. Um, you can check us out also on our Facebook. We're going to put some pictures up there. There's there's a picture that I'm not putting on the Facebook. It's only going to be the members only site, and it's going to be of the handprint from a Sasquatch on my vehicle. Uh, me and my two sons, we went camping last year during the summertime, the same spot that me and Adam went camping. Well, we got there so late at night. We did not have time to set up a tent, and I didn't want the boys trying to set it up at, at night, and I wanted them to be the ones to set it up to see how they, they would do. So we all slept in the, my, my SUV, and we all had some kind of an experience. Well, I wake up, we all wake up the very next day, and I, I can't remember if it was myself, Sean, or Tyler, but somehow one of us got the attention of this handprint. It was very, very greasy. And it was way bigger than my hand. I got pretty big hands. They're fat. <laughs> so it, it, like I when I put my hand next to that hand, you could see the difference. Like just a huge. And it was just a, a knuckle print. Said knuckles almost like he laid his knuckles on the, the window to see the look in. I don't know to lean on it, whatever. Um, but it was a very cool experience. Tyler will be on here um, if I could get his butt woken up one of these early mornings to do the show, and I'll have him call in. So definitely something uh, we're all looking forward to. But that's going to be the members' website only. Uh, for right now, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Something that I, I definitely, uh, again, look forward to, and just going out a couple two more times, hopefully to go camping out there, uh, different areas, go a little bit deeper into the woods, and uh, see what we could find. Um, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's it would definitely be uh, very cool. <clears throat> and we definitely got to go camping again before you. Well, that's why I said I'm I'm going camping two more times before I leave. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of work to do here, but I'm I'm going camping two more times. <laughs> there is no arguments about this. It's already done. So yeah. Probably bring one of the dogs. I don't know if I'll be bringing Gunner. Pro- probably gonna have to bring Gunner just because he's a big pain in the butt. And my my girlfriend uh, gets <laughs> aggravated sometimes with him because he does not want to listen to her at all. 
So well, Gunner's bigger than she is. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. He's he's a freaking horse. Um but yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I really uh I think it's gonna be a, a fun time. Don't lift up the table. <laughs> so outside these normal things, man, um something I've been wanting to bring up because I keep it, as I'm sitting here and I'm reading all these different things and we've kind of touched on it and I keep finding more and more about giants. Mm-hmm. Fill me in. What in the world is going on with these things? Because I've seen things like apparently there was a what well, looked like an Etten to me, a, a two-headed giant. It's the Madre. <laughs> you go ahead. And... <laughs> hey, mama. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, right now, doing he puts me in front of the microphone, doesn't give me any advice, doesn't give me any direction. Can you believe this, man? Just totally cuts me off. What do you think, Mel? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ah. No, she's at work. But yeah. uh, trying to get. As I was saying, is I put in a fair amount of time, you know, trying to look up these different things, see what's going on with them. And it's weird because I keep coming across this whole. Like there's a conspiracy theories around it that the Jeffersonian is hiding a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no work today. Well, I'm, I'm not no. I'm waiting for it's really wild. Hurricane and tornadoes. Go on with your conversation. And I mean, there's like stuff from the Wild West. Uh, certain about. It's nice all day today. But yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of stuff. And if you guys have any knowledge about this, please let me know. Because it's just been. No, it's not. It's already passed us and done. Been a lot of information. I'm trying to look some up as we speak, which probably not the most professional thing to do. It did yesterday. No, it didn't hit us yesterday. It didn't hit us until two o'clock this morning. Oh, I mean, like I had some heavy rains when I was driving out to. uh... Yeah, but that's not that bad. It wasn't that bad yesterday. I was out yesterday. If you got on past it, it was rough. Tell me when you start uh, packing, okay? Started packing. We're starting packing. But yeah. <clears throat> Giant sighting. All right. We'll do all the boys' room and then we'll do your room. Well, all those three bags, I hope you're looking through instead of bringing them. So yeah, I mean, I've been trying to find more and more stuff about it, but you know, you'll find giant grizzly bear, giant squid, giant yes. murder hornets, murder hornets. Seriously? Okay, what level of Jumanji are we on? Anybody got a clue? Like seriously, this this year's been nuts. Like the only thing that hasn't popped out of the woodwork has been something that have been interesting to this show. But no, we get like murder hornets. 
virus. All this other dumb stuff, but nothing really cool. Uh, anywho, so yeah, <clears throat> well, I'm all still there, and I'm kind of drowning here. But hey, let's have a sip of coffee. All right, these guys looking any places? Maybe we should change the subject. Hmm. Any suggestions? Any suggestions? Uh, okay. One that everybody likes: puppies. I love dogs. I'm an animal person, big time. My favorite is a boxer. Loyal, kind of goofy, very protective. <laughs> yeah, I lost the one. I am crap on my own. I really am, and I know it. I'm a great co-host. Can't take that main seat for some reason. I don't get it. But we'll figure it out. Anywho. All right. I'm still over there on the phone. <clears throat> okay. Wrong cup. Now, we're always doing something. You know, even when I'm do, driving around, I keep getting scrolled by another conversation. That is the worst. You know, even while, like, say, me and Red are running around doing our work, we've always got something going on and, like, Back the oven. You know, I'm listening to different podcasts, listening to this one, trying to keep up. <laughs> I'm drowning here. You can't pick a subject. You're just talking about giants, and you can't. Pick yeah, and I couldn't pick anything up quick enough to continue the conversation, and just kind of floundered. <laughs> Jesus, move your butt over. You don't get the main seat. Don't want the main seat. I can't keep a can't keep a. Uh... Man, you know my. Oh, uh, Mel left. left as soon as I you know. started talking. I know about three minutes in. <laughs> She's like, oh, all right, this Shame guy's. Shame on me. <laughs> so what? What was your question about the Giants again? And we're not talking uh, about New York. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That subject ain't that interesting. No, it's really not because I'm kind of pissed with the whole NFL situation right now, but we're not going to get into that. Yeah, well, get woke. Get woke. Go broke. Sorry. So what were so, you saying about the Giants? What, like, what's the deal? Because I keep finding a lot, like even for cryptids, a lot of really fractured information. Well, again, I mean, you don't have to look forward. You don't have to look far when it comes to the, the Giants either. Um History is evidence, well, and there's plenty of history if you just go to the Bible. Oh, well, um, yeah, you have the Bible, you have the Japanese letter. I mean, you have um, ah, you have, you have had to face the Cyclops, the Bible, you have Japanese legends, you have the Nordic legends, you, you have all this stuff. Get out of here, laying on that damn pillow. Um, that that pretty much. And I apologize, everybody, when I just left him to it. I know y'all. I'm a great co-host. I can't take lost with him. So I need to have somebody to talk to. Um. <laughs> so. And if I start talking to myself, he'll have me committed again. Dang it. So the Giants, right? That you have a history of them, and even even recent years, people have seen them, killed them, and fought them. Now there's there's military stories, U.S. military. 
got involved. Some of them got killed. They got cave giants. You got mountain giants uh, all over the world, um, even here in the U.S. Uh, and actually, they think even years ago with those mounds that they were. Uh, yeah, there's there's big giant mounds. There's also mounds called the, the snake mounds. But they believe that it's actually uh, giant burial grounds. Hmm. And it's throughout the U.S. So, but nobody will let anybody do any kind of uh, digging at all. So that's, it's hard to prove. But at the same time, you know, history is evidence. And I've repeated, I'll say it, I probably said it every single freaking show. Because it's the truth. You have a history of something, and it's whether people agree with the Bible or not, if you believe in the Bible or not, there there is a history. And for something, if you looked at it to be as strict as the Bible is, on point as the Bible is, they're not going to sit there and, and, and lie about giants. Um, legends from you know, the Nordic people as well. Giants, red haired, red beards. Some of you even looked at, looked at them as gods. Yeah. Uh, I, I, my personal beliefs, I think some of the giants were more than able to communicate with us. And, you know, as humans, you have something that looks like us, but way bigger, way stronger. And if you could communicate with it, then you have a real life God right there in front of you. And the Nordic Nordics believe that the gods ran, walked the earth with us. They could also walk the earth, not just with us, but be the same size as us, the same look at look just like us or be the size of giants. Hmm. It's believed that Odin walks walks the earth and sometimes when you see a stranger it might be him so you best you know belief is to treat strangers with kindness help them out when you can because you never know when it's one of the gods trying to test you because it's not just odin it's you know you got loki thor frey freya uh all of them so you gotta be on the lookout never know who you're really talking to and not just that it could be a, a God that you're talking to or God, depending on your beliefs, but it could be a person that's actually, you know, maybe somebody got connections and I'm not saying to treat somebody because they might have connections and treat them well. I'm saying you don't know who it is. It could be somebody that is, you know, maybe broken down on the side of the highway. You pull over, stop, help them out. You find out that, it's some kind of billionaire and because you pulled over and helped them out kick you back a couple of grand i can use they they paid off your mortgage completely or bought you a new truck and this is actually a story about somebody i know to be a fact i won't mention any names because some people will get triggered and won't believe it but i know it to be a fact because i know the person that it happened to um but it happens nonetheless so you don't know exactly uh you know who you're dealing with so whether it's god gods or 
a regular old person or a multi-billionaire. Try to treat strangers with uh, respect. Help them out if you can. First rule of the universe, don't be a dick. Yeah, unfortunately, that rule seems to be lost uh, nowadays. So there's there's a lot of people that are exactly that. Can we add a new commandment? I, I, I don't I think we should like if we can get a time machine, I'm gonna go sneak into Moses's camp and just I'm not chisel I'm, in on an eleventh one. I'm not thou shalt not Karen. <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that does go with the name Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. just joking, guys. Don't take <laughs> offense. Jeez, gonna get a bunch of hate mail now. Oh, that's the fun part. Oh, and please do not follow Adam on Twitter, and he does not—he <laughs> does not speak for this show. He's a numb nut and post stuff just to piss people off. So please do not follow him. And if you do, it's your own problem. Okay. I'd agree too. I take, <laughs> I take no, none whatsoever accountability for him. <laughs> Zero. <Yeah. laughs> I don't go out of my way to tick people off. If I do, it's not on purpose. Like if I actually get somebody mad, it's not it on purpose 99% of the time. I might go out and way to bust my girlfriend's chops or my friends or family's chops, but that's all that's relation my relation with all my friends and family. Um, I won't go out of my way to do that to a random person. I might try to educate somebody a little bit and they might take offense to it. That part I can't help because when I do that, I'm talking about facts and if they can't handle the facts, mm, that's on them. Um, but yeah, man, uh, so giants, they've been around forever. Uh, and even if you go back with Noah's Ark, uh, there was no giants allowed on the Ark. They were trying to drown them out and get rid of them. I missed that. There's Why even uh, – cool. Well, they would be kind of big for the boat. Uh, no, that boat was huge. It, it could fit elephants on there. It could definitely fit a giant. True, but I mean, still. Um, and giants rode elephants, so it, it, it's crazy. Actually, uh, Noah's Ark, uh, apparently back in... You think they found it? 19... <clears throat> I think, I can't, 1930s or 40s, somebody originally thought they found it. They finally got the ability to go out there and check it out, uh, I think, it, in the 50s or 60s. Um... And uh, it was actually a spot. I can't remember the country they found it in. Oh, my goodness. I was just watching a special the other day, and it, it had me hooked. Where they found the? Because I was like, wow. Because it looks like, the, and the measurements line up. So oh, it looks like a, a frame of Noah's Ark. Mount Eric. And it's uh, Mount Eric. So. Um. The frame was really cool. I'll start taking notes like a real professional podcaster. I'm sorry, guys. This this show just caught me off guard, and I was I was just like totally interested in it. Um, Turkey. I was. It's I, Mount Eric in Turkey. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, the, no, yeah, I just the, looked it up. We'll show the picture, and I'll say yes or yay or nay if it's the one I'm talking about. Um. 
but uh yeah it's so very very cool yeah, i believe it was on the discovery channel i watch the discovery channel a lot i watch the travel channel a lot um yeah animal planet stuff like that i love watching that type of stuff so it was it was really cool when it popped up i was like what uh there was the bow going back yeah that's it yeah it's in turkey mount ararat so pretty cool man i mean all the measurements lined up from what they said they had a little little visitor uh area that was by it unfortunately i think it was the 90s or maybe early 2000 it was either 93 or 2003 i can't remember the center got shut down um due to hostilities in the area they they had to for safety's sake uh shut it down at least that's just what the story they say so could be because that it's actually proof and they don't want to admit that it's proof but it got tested and it came back that there was a frame there and it was wood and it matches everything with Noah's Ark. So uh, very, uh, very, very cool. I think it's time for another vest for freaking Gunner. Yeah, that's kind of turning into a bikini. <laughs> And he was bite. He was biting the heck out of the day we put it back on him. He was spazzing out like, <laughs> like a like a, a wild stallion when you put a freaking. He was trying to bite his neck. He looked like he had <clears throat> um, cognitive issues. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, the Noah's Ark thing was very very cool. But if if you like, I said if you go back. You can blatantly tell that the like there's it, it's an actual thing, but if you go back again with the giants, they're mentioned. Oh yeah. Uh, Noah turned them around and said no. <laughs> and there's there's also like you, what you were saying um, with the cyclops. There's there's histories with cyclops. Now people think that the cyclops was just a. Um, inbred type of thing that happened with, with the giants there was because there was an island that was full of giants and when you're on island you're a giant the island ain't all that big some inbreeding i'm probably gonna happen they can't breed with regular females that i mean unless they had lds uh, and I'm not. I'm cold not. Cold water syndrome. Cold water syndrome. There you go. <laughs> uh, That's a hashtag for you. <laughs> and I can't. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if a, a, a human female could even have. I don't a think that would work. Properly. Baby from a giant, just because of um, size difference. I'm sure when they're when they're even babies, the, the the baby probably comes out this size of my full like full length of my arm for giant wise. This is taking a so, grotesque turn. Let's. How's it gross? That's the talking about a baby coming out the size of my arm. If you think babies are gross, you have an issue. They are gross. I've got three. 
No, you, they're not babies anymore. I got, I got. I love kids. I love two. I love my children. I love them all. At start, they're gross. I'm working on three. I like them when they're when they're babies. Because they can't talk back. Babies to, to ten, love them. Because <laughs> they actually want to spend time with you. You're like their world. Like legitly, they they just want to hang out, spend time with you. They love their parents. Once you hit the ten year mark, is when they start wanting to hang out with their friends more, avoid you a little bit more, and then it goes on. I'm I'm sure a lot of y'all. Quick question: What? You've got Gran Turismo, right? Uh not on my PlayStation anymore. No. Uh, okay. I think that was one of the games I. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. You did get got rid of the kiddos have been wanting them. Jump on a game with you. I've been trying to figure one out. Uh, I'm actually going to download that one game um, that we were playing at your house. Like the clubbing guys. It was really cool. Oh, um, wait, the clubbing guys? Yeah. You had like different. There was a Viking on there. I don't know. We were oh, playing at your oh, house. It, was, uh, it almost reminded me like almost of like a Mario Party type of game. Except it was Smash Brothers. Yeah, kind of like Smash Brother type of deal. It, uh, Oh, I am going to end up downloading that game, but I'm going to. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get back into uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, Red Dead 2. Dude, I love that game. But I. Okay. So I normally don't spend a lot of money on games. Like when they first come out, I don't buy the. Normally, like the most expensive one. <laughs> Wait a couple months, get it on a freaking discount. Yeah. Or I'll just buy the one because normally Walmart has their own ones, right? So that, yeah. that come with their own special deals, like cool add-ons and stuff. Uh, but this game I got from GameStop. I like GameStop. I'm sad to see that they're you know slowly going out of business. I think GameStop's a great store. No, they are not a sponsor. But I just – I like GameStop. I do. I, and, yes, it sucks – Anybody that's working at GameStop, if y'all listening to this, y'all credits for games that we hand back in or systems suck. That is why you are going out of business because you're ripping us off. At the very least, credit-wise, we should be getting a lot more than what you're giving. All right? I'm just saying. $2 for a game that just came out three or four months ago is bullshit. All right? Especially when they turn around and sell it for 40 But I like the store. I like the st- I like getting stuff from your store. You guys have some pretty cool special things going on. I like your store. So that part is – I'm sad to see you going out of business, but maybe you should listen to some of your customers and, you know, adjust some of your credits and cash that you give back to us. I don't go for cash back because I'm not trying to sell. I'd rather hand stuff in and then game. get a different game. But you've got to give me better credit than what you, you know, you've got to give us better credit. It's horrible. Anyway, Red Dead, uh, Red Dead 2 came out. I bought the $100 or $110 one. It came with all the cool shit. Because I, I love Red Dead. Me, me and uh, Adam... Mine and Adam's younger brother, me and Harrison, would be playing it all the time on the Xbox 360. Good old Tom Hawk. Always playing it. Uh, like, we had a gang that was just whooping everybody, uh, every other gang's ass. 
we we did it for the fun. If if you're gang, if you were in a gang and you thought that you could beat us and you were gonna mess with one of us, surprise! Very quickly that would change. Because there was a couple times it was just me and him trying to me and Harrison trying to do a quest, and then somebody would mess with us, and then all of a sudden we just made a couple calls or sent out a couple messages, and the rest of ours would show up and make yours look like a joke. So I do like Red Dead Redemption. Too. I think it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. I bought it um, and played it for a while. I beat the course. I beat the whole thing. But also, I end up. I was God. It's a Fortnite. I like Fortnite. I still like Fortnite. I think Fortnite's still a pretty cool game. Um, I I actually the one mode I like more than the battle mode I haven't played that much but I'm gonna get back into it you get to build your own kind of fort style and set up defenses and and a bunch of cool stuff right you and you rescue people help them out and bring them back to your fort uh I've been it's been a while since I played that part of it too but Red Dead I'm gonna get back into I'm gonna start building on my character and hope I don't get massacred in the the whole meanwhile um but we'll see uh i see i got playstation 4 and i got the xbox one i will be getting the new system when the new system comes out because i like being on top of stuff i might wait a little bit um unless it's the xbox when the new xbox comes out because uh this past time they kind of proven to me that they could throw something out there and not have super like whole lot of issues i haven't had an issue of mine my adapter my adapter had issues i did know that uh the red ring of death was uh, an issue but again mine had no issue i bought the upgraded version you might want to get the playstation first the games for the xbox particularly halo are not looking too good Like, woo! <laughs> it's got goose by a W. Yeah, but apparently the Halo graphics, for the, the new game for Halo on the new generation, yeah, it looks like Halo 1 graphics. Like, it's horrible. You're talking about the, the one video that came out from it? Yeah, I'm sure. That, that was, a, that was a, false, a false video. Yeah, I've already checked into it, man. I'm I'm a giant fan of that stuff. So well, I like Halo too. I mean, it's a great game, <clears throat> and it really, I mean, that was like the second birthing of the first-person shooter, because that's when it got real big. Yeah, Halo, the, the original Halo. I mean, the fur the original, the the OG of first-person shooters is 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 uh no, I don't even. I'm not counting Doom into it. Is 007 for Nintendo is the OG because it's one of the only. It's the first one where you're able to fight four other people, go toe to toe for the people in the first person shooter, um, and it is just that's an original gangster game right there, man. Let me tell you, the like, old gold as you can't. Ah, I love that game. My my uncle Dan. And who who I'm named after? Me and him used to play it. We would have our like the whole family would come in like, and we would have tournaments, and even bet 
Like money, make money off, and I would be rocking people with 007. Though my uncle Dan was really good, <laughs> but he he's a he's a OG or he was an OG gamer. Let me tell you, he could rock out with the best of us. I'm sure if he got to Fortnite, uh, you know, when Fortnite first came out, I, he would probably kick some ass. Um, so he he's uh he's what got me into it. And I I love 007. 007 was a really cool game. I actually heard that uh, Sega, rumored so far, is coming back. The new Dreamcast. Dreamcast 2. But that's that, that one that they're showing isn't the actual one. That's somebody's, like, pipe dream uh, to do. would be a cool one. Because, I, honestly, I don't... Dreamcast, I, I had the Sega Dreamcast. It was kind of cool. It wasn't bad. They just here's the issue that Sega had. Sega would stop like once they came out a new system, stopped making games for the old system. This is where PlayStation and Xbox overpowered it. Originally, PlayStation was doing the same thing. Xbox was continuing to make the games for the older system and newer system. So when the brand new games would come out for the new system, they would still make those brand new games for the old system. They normally give you like a year, you know, to finally, uh, what the hell are you looking at? Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Did you read the text on the bottom of that particular meme? <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so the the Xbox will at least give you like a year to to finally upgrade to the newer system, but they would in that year's time they would still any new games they came out with the new Xbox would be out for the older Xbox, and they still do that. Um, which is cool. PlayStation kicked started doing the same exact thing. And that's why they were still around. Nintendo, uh, I believe, could continue to do that. I haven't had a Nintendo game, gaming system since GameCube. GameCube, Nintendo GameCube was a really cool deal. Uh, but I didn't really like the GameCube. To be, I, those controllers were kind of janky for me. No, I liked the controllers were like small and, and cool for me. They, like, well, you got short, easy. thick hands, man. I'm a, I got spiders hanging out my freaking wrists. Your hands aren't that much longer than mine. Well, my shit was over. You're just skinny. Mine aren't. <laughs> but I thought the GameCube was kind of cool. But I, after the GameCube, I only bought Nintendo because of, we'll, we'll face it, Zelda. And that's the only, only reason why I'm, I'm thinking highly about buying another Nintendo system. Because I like playing Zelda. Zelda is yeah, such that's... a cool game. I mean, just a legendary, legendary game. Like, and the history of them, awesome. Uh, but that's the whole reason why I even bought the GameCube was because of that. Which, I, if I can find a GameCube again, I'll probably buy one of those and play the Zelda from that, so I can start catching up again. Um, But games, man, yeah, I'm definitely going to get back to Red Dead. I'm prob probably going to get straight back into it uh, today um, for a little bit. Probably play for an hour or two. 
And then I got to concentrate on packing one room at a time. Keep your eyes open for the tablet. Yeah, and we'll be searching for the tablet, definitely, this because we gotta gotta find the tablet, and I also gotta call up the um lovely uh da, da, da. uh oh <laughs> yeah my my older son Squirrel. well my other my my other my my older son Tyler just uh text me but he texts me like there's two parts to this text and i only got one of them he goes and do you have a usb stock for me uh, so is he still practicing uh illusions yes still Are you getting any better oh yeah i mean right now he's doing a lot more editing stuff and he's awesome awesome at editing stuff man uh the gameplay and he'll listen to he'll he he asks me for a different advice and he actually listens to the advice I give. Um because uh there's like different he was telling me about how he was breaking down he was playing uh one of the one of the scary games, not Friday the thirteenth or but uh one of the other Five ones. Of no, that's not a scary game. Oh. Um one of the games for his PlayStation and and I was, he was uh, going through it. It's like a shadow man type of thing. So he's going through it. Um, so he's going through it, and he uh, was pointing things out because he also recorded himself too. And I'm like, you know, it would be really cool. I said, what you should do since you record yourself at that particular part, put in like the left hand corner continue the gameplay because he wanted just to pop up his face his reaction to when he got scared i said keep the gameplay on there put your you know your face in one of the corners and then let people see at the exact moment where you're jumping back and getting scared from it i said that'll be entertaining and of course that's what he did um you know you know of course you, you want to give him a little bit to a little bit more to be when you're doing, whether it's podcast, YouTube channel, and that's what he's working on right now is a YouTube channel. You want to try to be as entertaining as possible. So you don't want to talk. Uh, yeah, well, there was this and yeah, we did this. And then we just, you want to talk with an upbeat. You want to be as entertaining as possible. You want you to have, yes. You, you want to also, you know, have a little fun too. So I, I told him it's always good. I said, if you're like, all right, guys, what's going on today? So this is what we got going on. This is what happened. Trust me, the reactions are worth the watch because it scared the daylights out of me. And that is what you have to do. So he looked at me and he was like, okay. I was like, you you have to. I said, it's almost like you're 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 acting. I said, you want to grab people's attention. And if you're talking super slow, or if you're not super stoked about or excited about what you're presenting, then people are not gonna be excited about what you're presenting either. Yeah, the only way they're gonna be work. like, oh man, I can't this if this is how this is gonna start off, I'm not doing this. No way. Yeah, the, the only way to get around that is to go the complete opposite and pull the Ben Stein act. <laughs> 
Yes, which is super hard for anybody but Ben Stein to actually pull off. Let me tell you how he was able to do that. (laughs) I have the slightest freaking idea, but damn, (laughs) he could do it because you're just like, wait, what? Oh, okay. I don't know. Something just makes me want to listen to this guy, you know, but anybody else trying to do that. And there's been people that try to copy him have failed horribly. Like you just, it's just boring. I mean, I, I listen, there, there's one guy that does, does the robot voice uh, type of deal, or I don't even know if it's really the robot voice. I think it's actually his own voice, but he talks super slow and he talks like this and he has a robot voice and this is what he does and it throughout the whole youtube channel and he it's not it's not even like he shows shows his face which is fine uh, you know some pe- a lot of people don't but if you're going to do that do a podcast <laughs> but try to be a little bit more excited about what you're what you're bringing you know, shows try to be life. a little bit more pumped. And don't get, don't get me wrong. I know there's podcasts on here. I'm sure there's some shows on here where I probably don't sound super excited because I'm super tired or uh, I'm losing my voice. But those are the exception. That's not the standard. I, I try to keep everything going smoothly. I mean, especially when it's it's me and Adam on here. You hear us joking around constantly, messing around and, and whatnot. And we get off topic a lot, too. Nor, you know, where in the hell is Caps? Did he get grounded from Podbean again? Like, seriously, I haven't seen him on again. So, like, we, we got some cool guests that just pop on, such as Caps. Sometimes he has cool stories to share about something he might have experienced or something somebody he knows might have experienced. And other times he just wants to shoot the shit and, and talk, which is cool as well. You know, we have Morty. I haven't seen him on in forever either. Um. But we have him, and he he is also another one that, um, you know, I think is cool to have on the show because not just – he shares some cool stories, actually, two, two cool stories. One about his daughter and I think another one about his uncle, I, I think, or his uncle or his grandmother. I can't remember. But, uh, dude, and Morty, if you're listening to this, you need to be coming back on here, bro. Um, and then we have some cool fans from Australia that, that call in and, and listen to the show sometime. And they're, they're always pumped up. And my dude was, yo, what's up, man? All right. I'm just drinking all night. Having a good time. Having a blast. I can't remember his name right now. But, like, he was pumped up. And, like, I think from being upside had, down, blood went to his head. Had nothing to do with, like, what we were talking about. But I didn't care. He was exciting. Like, got me pumped up, too. So I was like, hell yeah. Even did some shots while he was on. We did some shots. I did some fireball shots when he was on. <laughs> I it's what- five o'clock somewhere, even at ten o'clock in the morning, right? So, uh, yeah, there I, was that. Yeah, I met one Australian guy. It it, it was funny. I would, he came into a gas station I was working at, and he goes back to the restroom, and he comes out because he flushed like six times. He goes, "Dude, I thought that was a joke. Your stuff spins the other way." <laughs> I mean, I bet working working at the bar in New Jersey, uh, 
in, in Seaside, Jimbo's Bar and Grill. And I'm sure anybody, some people do know it out there because it's, it's Pretty on famous. MTV and on Practical Jokers. And they, they've been on a lot of different shows. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of uh, cool, you know, cool aspects of the job. But my favorite aspect is I was, I met people from all around the world, from Australia, London, uh, Ireland, Scotland. And of course, you know, there's a special place in my heart for, for my Irish folk. So we, we all have had a good time. I went out drinking with my boys from, from England who thought they can out drink and you know, me, um, <laughs> they failed oh, horribly. I've went out drinking with my buddies from Ireland. Bit more of a challenge. Bit more, a little bit more of a challenge, but well, not successful. I'll tell you that. Um, but it, it, they've always had, they were always you know, cool stories to share, really cool, nice people. Uh, even the, the Australians, man, they look super cool people. And it's it's always been, I mean, cool to me, fun, like always a fun time, like when you're out, when you're meeting people from around the world, which is another reason why I like doing this podcast, because we get a chance to talk to people from all around the world. I mean, our, in our US, US wise, I was kind of surprised to see that our number one download spot is from Texas. Like Texas is the number one download spot for us in the U.S. And where we're from originally, New Jersey, is not, I don't know if it's in the top five. So, uh, and then around the world, we, we have, you know, listeners over from Iran. We have listeners over from you know, ah, uh, uh, oh, for good. How are you doing, brother? Good to see you back. But we have listeners from, uh, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> listeners over from Iran. We have listeners over from India. We have listeners over from Ireland. Um, <laughs> you know, all over the world. And it's cool because a lot of the times, we get the chance to talk to the listeners and, uh, you know, even develop, you know, friendships. Like yeah. we got with, uh, for good. Oh, I, 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 he's, he's definitely, man. he's definitely one of my friends. He follows me. I don't, I don't let a lot of people have my Instagram. Uh, but we, we talk on Instagram. So if he, he checked in on me, cause he didn't hear from me in a couple of days and was like, Hey man, everything. All right. I made sure I was all right. And I appreciate that by the way, it was very nice of you to check in on me. Even, uh, you know, that, that's the cool part about doing the, the podcast for me is that you get to talk to people from all around the world and hear experiences from all around the world. Also, you know, that our main thing, yes, it's, it's cryptid, paranormal UFO and aliens, but we don't mind, you know, talking about regular stuff too. Or just, you know, video games. Like we're just talking about red dead too. And I'm getting back into it, so I can't wait to play that game. Um, you know, we gather around our similarities and agree that people can have different uh, opinions, and that's the value of friendship. You're 100% right, Fabood. And that's 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 the thing, I think, big time. I think a lot it gets lost on people today is that just because you have an, a difference of opinion, it doesn't matter if it's a political, 
or if it's religious or, you know, just your regular old beliefs does not mean that you can't be friends with somebody. That's one of the things that makes your friend better friends is being so different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't tell you. All right. So when, when this whole Trump thing started back in 2016, right? People were the people that voted for Trump lost a lot of friends. Oh yeah, lost a lot of friends. And to me, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. I'm like, really? Seriously? Like, okay, I'm sorry that the person that you wanted to win didn't win, but why does that have to mess up a friendship? It shouldn't. It shouldn't have any effect. You know, we again are not all going to think the same. And and the people that want you to think just like them, want you to be a robot, might be time for them to get out of your lives because that's just poisonous. Those are people that you don't need to be around. We don't, we're not going to be the same. We're, it's good to have different uh, opinions, different beliefs, different religions, because I honestly think that's what makes us better. And you got to be more understanding from different, you know, with people with a different background. Just because they're not like you doesn't mean anything else. And, of course, I'm going to accept this call in right here because it's my buddy. What's up? So. Hello, people. Adam, Dan, how are you guys? Hi, Darren. I am doing fantastic. <laughs> I am it's actually so good super to hear you guys. Pumped, uh, like, I'm super pumped up right now. So That's wonderful. Um. Excited for the move to Texas. It's going to be a good time for sure. You're going to move to Texas. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Um, there's a lot of things that happened very, very quickly within the last like week and a half. Yeah. And I, I like I already have family that's down there. My my one cousin I'm I'm uh, super close to. Uh, Savage notations. What's going on? Thank you for uh, uh, popping up at the show. Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of family. And in my other family that's in New Jersey's within the next year, year and a half, is actually going to move down to Texas. And mm-hmm. me and my cousin Chris are really close. We're, we're more like brothers. And the same thing uh, with my cousin Joe. And he's he's moving his family down there. Um so that's uh, I'm looking 100% looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. To be honest, which like a lot of fun. That's cool. Um, but it's going to be a challenge too, yeah. uh, with without a doubt. I got to. It's going to be a, probably normally in a regular car. It's about a 16 and a half hour drive. Wow. Uh, we're driving the uh 26 foot uh truck box truck it's probably gonna take closer to 18 hours but i drive non-stop mm-hmm. so i'll only stop get gas i'm getting gas grab some food or something to snack on and keep on going i'm actually going to be driving my car down there probably next week sometime um to uh go down there check out sign whatever papers I have to sign apartment wise and also mm-hmm. uh, maybe see if I can get some work in too so we'll see but we're we're starting packing up rooms today 
actually got to run to the store sometime today, grab some tape, uh, probably grab a couple boxes, and uh, I, I got start a roll this. of uh, the big clear scotch tape and first tape. So I had a couple rolls somewhere from last time we moved. I don't know what in the world happened to it. Uh, and I'm pulling everything out of the garage probably today too, and redoing the garage so it's actually set up nice and neat. So we just go from the garage to the truck fairly easy. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, I'm looking forward to moving. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, a whole new adventure. Going to keep the business going over here in North Carolina and start a new one um, down in Texas. I'm probably going to be expansion. changing. Expansion is the best. Well done, my man. Yes, yes. I'm planning on turning into it's a sole partnership right now. So I'm planning to turn it into an LLC, uh, which I think is going to probably cost me around $300. Um, but, but well worth it uh, because whole priorship people have not just the ability to sue your business, but sue you. So changing everything around is what I'll be doing. Um, mm -hmm. It adds a layer of protection. Yeah, and uh, definitely. So that is what my game plan is. Got to set up for <laughs> the taxes uh, in Texas, um, get my taxes straight here in North Carolina, which is going to be a little bit of a, an issue because the, the money I did have saved up for my taxes went towards everything else uh, because of COVID-19. Um, and I'll be actually got to go to the bank. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done today. I got to go to the bank, talk to an actual person at the bank um, about this PPP loan dealing. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, all right, Adam's going to take over and talk to you because I got to take a call. Great time. Was that a duck? And I'm back in the primary seat. Adam. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? I missed you. Uh, yeah, I've been busy working a lot. Yeah, you did. the problem is that I, I cannot find your channel on, on, on Podbean. I mean, that is just crazy, man. Everything I type into search, nothing comes up. Huh, really? Yeah, I I don't know. I guess Podbean just doesn't like me. Yeah, you should. Well, anyway, how's everything? Let's put something in here. You should be able to click on the image that I, you know, like where it says Eidegger? Yeah. And you should and be able to hit profile, profile. And I should bring and... it up and bring me up. Because I can do it to yours. I, I can't follow you. Keep clicking on everything, yet I can't follow. Really? Okay. I guess you blocked me after the conic seg incident. No, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. no, no, can do. Yeah, it, does it, do you get that little pop up that says you know Eidegger admin blah 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 profile? Yeah, yeah, I do get that. I do get that. Profile. But, um, I click on the profile. And it goes to a new, 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 new page, and uh, huh. there is the following. So there's Persian Gulf Language College, Temple Daily Show, Sasquatch Chronicles, and, of course, Monster Investigators of America. But there is no icon here for me to follow you. And hmm. also, when I, when I go to the search part, yeah, it's I-D-A-double-G. Nothing Look. comes up. Huh. That's weird. 
I search podcasts, I search episodes, nothing. I've been forsaken. Yeah, you might be able to do it by my email. It's uh, elfblood84. Elf blood 84. Nothing comes up. Nope. Oh, good grief. Yep. I'm going to have to find it. Yeah. So how, how's Dan doing? I, he's been busy as all get along. I've been taking care of all the customers for the business. Okay. Which has got me running like a Looney Tune. <laughs> I can imagine you running like Bugs Bunny. Uh, just about. <laughs> it's. It, hey, it yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> I missed the guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty nuts, and it. I mean, I'm typically putting in. I'll leave my house at like. At 45, 5.50 in the morning and not get back until 7, sometimes 8 at night. Wow. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like that for a while. I used to get out at like 8.30 and I would come back at 11.30. At night. 8.30 in the morning, 11.30 at night. I, when I got home, I was just a oh. dead body. Huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my. So are you going to stay in, in South Carolina? Uh, North, North Carolina, Carolina and yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things I'm having to look at. Uh-huh. It's been there's a lot up in the air, and I'm trying. I haven't made a decision yet on what to do or how to do it. Yeah, and it's you know leaving here. Would also set the business back. Yep, absolutely. I guess you'll need to spend some time to stabilize the business in North Carolina. I mean, hire some people who can do the thing that you can do. And uh, after that, you can move. I mean, I was reading this um, book. Uh, it was uh, the name, I guess, was Conservative Entrepreneur, something careful entrepreneur. I'm not sure. Because it was a Farsi translation, the name. Uh, mm. I didn't check the English name. And it, it always said that every entrepreneur uh, needs to have a superstar employee. And it defined a superstar employee as a person who can do everything that you can do as good or better. And uh, I'm sorry, as well or better. And uh, uh, I guess I'm that's what you need right now. I'm, I'm clever, but... <laughs> well, you are definitely. My my main problem is, is I'm very good mechanically. Like if I can look at it and figure it out the parts, I'm golden. Paperwork yeah. and a lot of the other common sense, not always. Mm-hmm. Paperwork and some of the scheduling stuff will get me goofed up quickly. That's that's just me. I'm I'm good no, with no. management, but when it comes to paperwork, writing. Uh, reports, I don't know, uh, stuff like that, writing letters. Okay, writing letters is cool sometimes, but I, I just cannot gather myself to sit behind the desk and start to write a report. I mean, I hate that. I usually have people do it for me. It's I mean, not I a lot of fun. That's for damn sure. I'll <laughs> yeah, it's that not much. fun. <laughs> hey, maybe you should I sit there. 
and one of my friends just types it for me. But I mean, at the same at the same time, that's just part of the business. Yeah. So yeah. you have to you have to know that stuff. You have to be Absolutely. able to go out and do that stuff. And a lot of the times, most of the stuff that we do is common sense. So you have to use your common sense exactly. or do the WDD, which is what WWDD, which is what would Dan do? Doesn't always work. I tried this. Whoa. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but I do put a lot of trust into Adam. Yeah. And hope that when I leave, you'll be able to still be do some tech stuff. I am planning on making things a little bit easier for him. And after I'm gone, we're probably not going to do any more refrigerators or freezers and any of that kind of work. We're not going to take any more of those jobs mm-hmm. here um, just because. Uh, and there's there's a new company that I'm getting ready to start working with that is going to give us leads and stuff for free. Uh, but on the negative side, they have their own price plan, so we have to go by their price plan of the way they break things down. <clears throat> but having, I mean, having your own business, I mean, we've had this discussion uh, a couple times, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just, a, it's a challenge without a doubt. And you have to be able and willing to put the work in um, to try to keep it going to, you know, and as long as you keep it going, you just take it one year at a time, one year at a time and you're successful. Absolutely. And it's definitely worth all the challenges and all, all the hardship. When you, when you, when you build something out of nothing, that is just, it's a beautiful feeling you get when you, at one point you look back and you say, wow, there was nothing. Now there's this. And at that moment, you feel a certain level of pride and a certain level of success, which is uh, an amazing feeling, of course. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, that's what I, I take a lot of pride in this in, in my company. The th- I, I started with, with absolutely nothing. I had my very last mm-hmm. paycheck. I had enough money to get insurance and enough mm-hmm. money to uh, – you know, license it and get my name out there. That was it. I put it all on the line. I used that my last dime to act to do this company, and it ran, you know, from absolutely nothing. And I got luck, lucky, really, uh, mm-hmm. that I was able to keep it going. Well, and I'm, I'm here. I'm happy. Yeah, and you must be happy. Here we say when you have a good will, uh, then God will definitely help you to, to succeed at what you want to do. And I guess that most entrepreneurs do have a good will. They, they're upset with something. They want to fix something. So they get down to business themselves. And, uh, of course, why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't you be helped? I mean, you're trying to help people. You're trying to be useful to your society. And that is just a, a very valuable thing to be and to do. And uh, you definitely deserve where you are now. And you definitely deserve 
much better situations. So this expansion process you were talking about is it's just I mean you're just over a year into your business and you're already expanding that is just best thing anyone any entrepreneur could ask for especially concerning the fact that you're not working with application and stuff like that you're physically working there is a physical market it's not an app it's, it's not a website there's a physical market and it's definitely difficult to expand but you're doing it and i'm just i'm just super happy yeah i mean it's 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 a, it's a big chance too it's definitely a big chance because now I'm, I'm doubling down with some stuff you know especially mm -hmm. uh you gotta pay for leads a lot of people don't understand like i just got a call i just i just paid 35 dollars for this call got nothing back from it because they were just trying to price and take the cheapest way out of uh mm -hmm you know, fix in their washing machine. So you have, you have to pay for leads. You have to put an X amount of money down for it. Um, you have that, you have the insurance, you have just so many different things. You have gas, uh, parts, all this stuff that you, you're putting, you're, you know, you're putting money towards and you're really putting yourself out of line. And now I'm going to double down uh as as it were like a, like a gamble i'm doubling down and and trying to you know create some you know another uh spot and hopefully maybe my overall goal is to one day turn this into some kind of franchise a franch franchise mm -hmm. um and you know have people when they buy the franchise actually be trained the right way, be trained how to talk and deal with customers, be trained on how to run a company. Um, mm -hmm. Cause a lot of these franchises now, they just throw you into the mix. They do a small training thing. You go out, spend a couple of days at a, you know, their, their, their home base. And then they send you on your way. That's, that's not how you train somebody. You have to, at the very, very least, spend six months learning the ins and outs of the business. You shouldn't be able to go from something that's completely different, uh, you know, that has nothing to do with appliance repair or any kind of mechanical repair to going into appliance repair and saying, all right, yeah, all right, you got your week worth of training. Good luck to you. Hope it works out. Everything's going to be all Don't good. Don't mess everything it's, up. <laughs> yeah. And it's, to me, it's, it's not right. You shouldn't, do that that's really setting somebody up to fail yeah, yeah. and bury themselves up in debt um and i've seen it firsthand you, you end up running your own name i mean that's your name they're leading and they it's ruin it by by not giving good service i'm a very strong proponent of what's called an apprenticeship you know where you spend you know you, you'll be making less money than a full full-time tradesman you know, like say masonry, you don't start, you don't just start off as a mason. You go in, you work as a helper, you're just, you know, lugging tools and rocks back and forth. And over time, you know, they'll be working on a spot where it's not too visible. So the new guy can get in a little bit of practice and get a little bit of practice, a little bit of practice, a little bit of practice until the point where you can do it on your own. Yeah. And that that's, actually works out really really good a lot of the times but the, a true apprentice 
apprenticeship, most of the time you don't get paid for. So that's that's the problem with that. Because now you're you you don't normally pay you know get paid for an apprenticeship. Sometimes you actually pay for the apprenticeship. Yeah, which I, I think so. I you you have to you know now you're you're taking time and money out of your pocket so you can get an actual you know career under your belt something you could depend on and yeah is it worth it yes it is but a lot of people can't do that they can't afford to do that to make absolutely no money in the meantime or maybe train and then take a job at nighttime some people can't do that especially if you have a family so you have to be able to uh, have something out there where you're getting a paid apprenticeship, maybe not the highest pay, but some money coming in is what's going to help out no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, even if it's say like a six month apprenticeship at a minimum wage, that's still, you know, if you're living intelligently and doing your best to stay within your means, uh, yeah, you. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Ah, uh, no problem. And you're staying within your means. Even at minimum wage, yeah, it'll be lucky for a couple of months. But once you get up to that full pull, full spot, you're set. Especially if you've taken, you know, that six months to really work on it and hammer it into your mind how to do that job. Well, exactly. And well, the thing is, Oh, I didn't know you're back. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. I just took the call. You know, that's a call you can't not take if you like your <laughs> life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Very true. You, you know how it works. <laughs> can't can't go around saying saying no to that call. Yeah. <laughs> I do sometimes just to mess with her, but actually, we well, she doesn't typically listen to the backlog of. Uh... <clears throat> Uh, his girlfriend would love to do the FaceTime thing, and he'd, yeah. be whole, he'd like sit the phone down, and she'd think I was like off on a call like at odd times, which you know normally I was, but <laughs> if I was here, he'd sit the phone down so you know she could see him, see both his hands, him talking, and I'd sneak around like a little gremlin and just go, end call. <laughs> <laughs> she called back, and he pretended he was mad, like, "Why'd you hang up on me? What that was rude as all get." What are you doing? You did that for what? You are the double domination. <laughs> it's it's a lot of I love I love mess. I mean that's just my personality. I, I like messing around with people. Yeah, I get that. I've always been you a know, good Dan, <laughs> uh, I think one thing that you could do to help, and that that is just my opinion. Maybe you're wrong. In Iran, we we have a saying. We say kings know better for their lands. Well, you're the king of your business. I'm I'm just giving my humble opinion, but um, I guess one thing you could do is to. And I was I, I was just telling Adam. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, to have a superstar employee, like for example, in North Carolina, you have you have Adam, uh who is smart and is active. He 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 gets the job done, and you. When you go to Texas, you find another person just like yourself, just like Adam. You let him run the business in Texas, and then you move on so that you can stay for six months in every franchise and, like, really train uh, your representative. 
And meanwhile, you can, of course, hire people, train them to be trainers themselves, and of course, expand your business. But uh, in my opinion, there's nothing like uh, being there firsthand to control the birth and the beginning of a franchise because you know the in and outs. And no matter how well you train somebody before you send them inside the field, you know better. So you can be there as a mentor, uh, as a guide. You can be sure that the franchise is doing well. After that, you can move on to another one and another one and another one. Exactly. I mean, I've actually been thinking about that, to be honest with you. Um, I'm just going to – I'm probably going to – when I go down to Houston, I'm going to start things up myself and then feel out how – busy it goes and if it gets busy and stays busy um then i'm gonna hire somebody else get a feel for them take that six months to see what they know what they don't know train them how i want them to be and then you know maybe move since texas is a huge state move to move the business not myself i'll stay in one area in texas but go expand out a little bit more in texas and just keep on going doing that uh, mm-hmm. and just expand more and more. And maybe, uh, you know, end up completely turning into a franchise where people are investing and, and whatnot in the business. Do I get a stock option? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a long one. <laughs> Deep one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's one other thing, a tricky thing about expansion, and that is uh, sometimes businesses create parallel flows of, of money, which actually damages like two franchises next to each other. Like, for each place that you're running as a franchise, of course, there's there there are some um, uh, what was the word um, const, con, constant constant can can we use constant some constant uh, exp, expenses like for example you need to pay for electricity you need to pay for gas water everything so these are some expenses that are always there and they're almost about the same price. About the same uh, amount but when you have two franchises close to each other they may steal from each other's customers on on, on uh, unintentionally yeah and, oh, and well, unwanted yeah. competition well the thing I is mean, like uh franchise yep. setups the way that they they do normally there's a line drawn like if if you're decently close to each other say within the same county right so uh-huh. you one franchise is only able to take this half of the county. The other franchise can only take the other half of the county. They're not allowed to cross that's, lines. That's smart. Um, and that's that, smart. The, the, I know that just because back when I was in my early 20s, I worked for Domino's Pizza, which is a very uh-huh. well-known franchise. Now, when I worked for them, they wouldn't let two different uh, Domino's franchise franchises open in the same town um, just because it would mess things up. Most towns aren't really big enough to do that. Uh, mm. Nowadays that they do, we have, I have two Domino's pizzas in the town I live in right now. 
the town I live in right now is not a super huge town. One mm-hmm. is four miles away from me. The other one is three miles away from me. Wow. That should never happen. That's that's yeah. to me. That's a it's a thing where you're gonna it, it's gonna lose customers. Exactly. I try to call up order pizza from one can't deliver you. You're out of our, our delivery area. I'm like, I'm five miles, four miles away from you. How am I not? To, how can you not deliver to me? Call up the other one, you know, sometimes can't even get a hold of the people. So it's like, oh, man, now I'm stuck with these guys that don't, don't know how to answer the damn phone. They're having wow. issues with the, their computer issues on the website. It was, it was you know, nothing but, uh, nothing but, you know, issues that you shouldn't be having. So it's, it's just like a giant pain in the ass, really. Well, that I mean, in this line of business that we're in, we do cover pretty expansive areas. Like, say, if we were to open up another franchise here, probably we'd be out either way closer to the mountains or way closer to the beach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we just take the middle of the state because that's pretty much where we're at. So right now you're in the middle of the state. <clears throat> yeah. Like dead slap in the middle. Well, I would say that a state is a large area. And of course you can have, uh, well, I'm still trying to figure out how the bordering system works in the U.S. I know that, okay, a state has counties, there are cities and towns in a county, but I can't still really feel how it works. Uh, but I would, I, I think a state is big enough for like, I don't know, four or five franchises, isn't it? I would say, uh, no, I mean, North Carolina is a pretty, pretty big, pretty big state. You could probably get, you know, maybe five or six all mm-hmm. franchises in there. It really depends because if you're a, a known business yeah. and you get known in one County, say like Moore County, for instance, if you get known in them, then they're going to use you more and more and more when your name gets out there. But for yeah. us, we're a known company, but we also go all over the place and we're spread out. Like we go, you know, sometimes two hours out to a call and we'll stay out in that area of things. Um, so it really depends because sometimes you're, you're busy in one area, you get calls and you're super busy and other times you're, you have to travel around. Yeah. Uh, just <clears throat> so you have an idea of size, uh, North Carolina is just short of 54,000 square miles. Let me convert that to square kilometers because we work with the metric system. Uh, Gotta love the metric system. <laughs> yeah. Just well, joking. I do not. It's one of the most <laughs> aggravating systems there is. And it's uh, funny. Actually, when, when I was in elementary school, they were teaching us the metric system and our regular system. So they're, they're always doing it. They're like, oh, yeah, we're, it's going to convert sometime. Never converted. I, I still like going by our standard system. To me, it's just easier. Well, we would say the, the exact opposite about the British system because, um, well, when I started back in high school, we only worked with metric system. Uh, and the, the good thing about metric system is that 
when you want to convert stuff to each other, you either divide them by 10, multiply them by 10. So that's really easy. When I entered university, a rush of British uh, metric uh, measurement system just hit me, and every professor just insisted on using British, um, what do you call it? Measurement system? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I just call so, it uh, standard is really what it's called over here. Yeah, well, it's the standard of the United States, so yeah, standard for the standard US. Is, so I, let's just call it uh, British measurement system. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was really <laughs> difficult for me to convert it's, them into it's one just another. Short of uh, eighty-seven thousand square kilometers. Yeah, I was just checking that. Eighty-seven thousand square kilometers, huh? Yep. Let me see how big Iran is. Six hundred thirty-six thousand square miles. Yeah, wow, that's big. <laughs> so I'm starting starting to get a, a gist of, of the size of North Carolina. Oh yeah. Um, well, the U.S. is a pretty big country. I mean, like. Oh uh, yeah. It's Very. almost half a continent. So, one fourth of a continent, one third. I mean, Canada is not that big. Yeah, it is that big, actually. Yeah, Canada is pretty big. It's just not, there's just not a lot of, it's yeah, not overpopulated. Yeah. And you got South America add on that. That's a whole nother story, especially when you get into places like, a, oh, what is it? I think it's Chile. That plate, that, country is so long you have yeah. polar and tropical weather chili chili is amazing wow. in the english books i teach uh there are a lot of stuff about uh uh south american countries and uh like the one of them i really want to see is chile and another another one is cuba they say that when Ooh. you go to cuba it's like a whole new world. It's like they, it takes you like 50 years back, 60 years back. So Texas, Texas is 696,200 696, kilometers. Yeah, wow. Big damn state. That's big. Well, yeah. it used to be its own country. Really? Yeah, Texas. It's the reason it's called the Lone Star State. Is it, it was its own country. Yeah, but wow. all the other colonies were too. Hmm? Texas was originally part of Mexico. Oh, yeah. My first encounter with the U.S. was Texas through Western movies. I was like, I was I guess six years old, seven years old. And there were a lot of Western movies like uh, Good, Bad, Ugly. Oh, great movie. Yeah. You seen Tombstone? That's one of my favorites. Tombstone uh, is my all-time favorite movie. I haven't seen that, actually. Love but it, Because man. back really? when I was a kid. Uh, I, I don't even like westerns, and that, that is hands down one of the best western movies ever made, Tombstone, especially in the huh? modern day. Yeah, without a doubt. So, um, Actually, isn't that one on Netflix right now? Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but it's uh, 
1993. Oh, you're supposed no. to be going to uh, what you call today. I told you to put it on. You, know, you never did. Uh, which one? Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on one second. Y'all be back. Yep. So, Adam, the most lethal of things has happened to me. Huh? Good area. The most lethal of things has happened to me. Okay. My laptop fell down on the ground. Wow. Ouch. Yep. Hopefully nothing got broken. Yeah, there was a piece that because here we mostly use Lenovo and Aces and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and uh, the good thing about Lenovo is that well, I've had two Lenovo laptops and they're both pretty, they're pretty sturdy. I'm sorry. They're pretty sturdy. Sturdy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, this one fell down. Thankfully, it fell down in a good way. It fell down on the carpet. You've seen Iranian carpets that they're like sponges. They're so soft. Uh, things fall on them. They don't break. Um, it fell on the carpet. And just one piece that was covering the, 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 the screen came off. And I didn't know how to put it back. And there was the sound coming from the inside of the laptop like something had gotten loose. I just turned it off. I'm going to take it to a repair shop. Uh, and hopefully there's nothing wrong with it. Pray for my laptop. <laughs> I love my laptop. I will. <laughs> I've done a bit of computer repair. Uh, I can mm -hmm. you know, take apart a laptop and replace the screen and all that. But it's, it's tough because that is some very tiny, delicate work. Yep. Yep. And it's getting more complicated by the day, especially as laptops become thinner and thinner. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no space to actually grab it. No, those, I mean, especially when you start getting to the interior of them. Yeah. Uh -huh. like the parts literally sit up against each other. They're very complex. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, it's a, uh, that's not – I've dropped a couple of laptops, and it's a scare. Yeah. But I've done some crazy stuff, so I can't say much. <laughs> I've gone base jumping before. That's a lot of fun. Base jumping? Yeah. When you jump from a cliff? Yes, into water. Oh, that's, no parachute. That's cool. That's yeah, there's wonderful. A spot, there's a spot that's uh, not real far from where we live in a town called Siler yeah. City, and they have a uh, talc mine. Like baby powder talc. Yeah. And as they were digging, I mean, this mine must have been, I think it's like 400 feet deep. Wow. But they hit a underground stream. Okay. And it just filled up the full mine. Wow. So you've got, it filled up like just about halfway. So you have a 200 foot cliff straight down and then 200 feet worth of water. Whoa. Yeah, and it, when I say this thing filled up, it was just all of a sudden when they hit it. Snap. So they've still got a crane at the bottom of this mine. Wow. And on a, when the water's clear, you can see it. That is just beautiful, man. Yeah, and I mean, I'm a pretty good swimmer, but I've never been able to get deep enough to get in, to touch that crane. It's still 
oh, geez, it's got to be 50, 60 feet underwater. What was the name of the, the place? Can you say it again? It's uh, Siler City. It's not – whoa. Holy crap, that just scared the Bogotas out of me. But that's one of the places, and you come across a lot of them that it's not advertised, it's not shown. It's just one of those things that unless you know somebody from the area, you'd never hear about it. Wow. I love the sight of things that are covered under a lot of water, actually. There's a uh, huge ship called Raphael that the Shah of Iran purchased it from Italy in order to give them some financial aid. So, okay. like, the, there were two ships. One of them was Raphael. One of them was named Michelangelo. And uh, the Shah of Iran bought them. Raphael was taken to my city. It was a hmm. beautiful white ship. And, well, first it was supposed to be an ocean liner. Uh, then it became a hotel. Then it became a place where uh, officers of Navy lived in. And uh, then during the Iran-Iraq war, in order to, I guess they wanted to prevent some vessels from entering a certain uh, canal in Persian Gulf. So they take the, the massive ship out in the Gulf and they just sink it. So right now, the ship is lying on its side at the bottom of Persian Gulf, and when you go on it with a boat, you can see that the, the size of the ship it just scares the daylights out of you. It's huge, <laughs> and it's white. It's right <laughs> under you. I mean, those old Italian ocean liners, those things were floating art galleries. They were gorgeous. Beautiful places they are. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't alive when it, it was here. <laughs> well, my, my mom... Uh, my dad is not from Boucher. My mom is from here. And uh, she said that it was like, just like what you said. It's, it was an art gallery. Paintings, statues, theater halls, pools, football uh, courses. No, fo no football, football fields. Yeah. Well, you, you've heard of the Titanic, right? Yep, yep. That was made to give competition to those Italian liners that were coming out. That was the wow. whole reason they made that thing so big and so fancy is because at that point in time, the Italian cruise ships were, one, they were slower, but they were so gorgeous that they, I mean, they were able to charge pretty much yeah. anything they wanted to get on the boat. So England, knowing that they couldn't compete with that, is they just made the largest and most opulent that they could mm -hmm. trying to compete. And Dan, you said there was somewhere I had to be? No, I didn't. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I tell yeah, me the air, man, because you got like one curly cue dangling down and it's just not working for you. <laughs> 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 he does. It's like a cow lick in the middle of his forehead. It looks better than his hair when it's long. Uh, hey, yeah, I got to gel my stuff. I got enough Puerto Rican in me, man. It just naps out on me. <laughs> 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 and and um, like I, I believe I mentioned before, you know, some of my family's from Puerto Rico. If yeah. you want to look up something beautiful, it's called Flamingo Island. 
It's in north of Puerto Rico. Now, it's almost like a – it's quite a ways out into the water, but it's got its own submerged little land bridge. You can walk out to it. Wow. It never gets any deeper than your waist, and you can just walk out to this island, and it's crystal clear water. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Cuba's got a lot of problems. The whole socialism, communism thing really screwed yeah, the island yeah. up, and it's quite dangerous. You go to Puerto Rico and you get away from uh, uh, Ponce. I had to think of the name of the town there. Yeah. That town's a tourist trap, that whole city. Get away from there. Head straight north. You'll end up in Manati, Vega Baja, and Bayamon. And, and you will. Th- th- those are tourist attractions? <laughs> no. Not at all. It's just. It's a very beautiful part of the island. It's very, you know, it hasn't changed too awful much from way back. And, I mean, they've got a castle out there that was made in the, oh, my goodness, I'm going to break my brain here. (laughs) Oh, pirate. It'll be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my brain's held together with bubble gum and coffee it's occasionally some duct tape hopefully yes yeah. i was gonna say duct tape <laughs> um age of exploration back when the pirates were start pri- pirates and privateers were real big it mm. was it, and it's right there on the ocean and it was made to protect this one little harbor and it is amazing oh goodness we are getting on to almost three hours now okay nice. okay that's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. And all right, so dude, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna head out to the. I'm still dying for a Krispy Kreme. I'm gonna get one by the end of the day. I don't give a rip. I'm gonna find one. <laughs> and I haven't had pizza for six months. Well, I oh. had, but homemade. And oh. homemade is definitely not as good as the ones you can get in a fast food place. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Hold up now. Hold up now. Because I make some great homemade pizza. Do really. We- Yep. Yeah. When's the next plane to North Carolina? <laughs> I'm going to be on it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like I said, you come over, you got an open door, man. Uh, we'll make you some homemade barbecue. I, I, I would love to. I would just love to. Actually, my friend was telling pork, me that correct? I didn't eat what? Do you eat pork? Pork? No, I don't eat pork. Okay, so we'll have to make it beef. That's no problem. Yeah, I love beef. Huh? I love beef. Yeah, beef uh, is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Homemade hamburgers. Uh, Give him the full America experience. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Homemade food. Oh, I would be down for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just got a new smoker, man. So. Really? Oh, yeah. Mubarak. That's what we say when you get a get a new thing. Maybe I'm, I'm going to type it right in. Hey, he's probably never tried venison. Deer meat? Deer meat's delicious. Can you pronounce that? Mubarak? Mubarak. Mubarak. Mubarak, yeah. When, when you, when you buy something new, or you get something new, or you get married, get engaged, or we want to wish well, say Mubarak. Huh. Yeah. 
you know, all things considered, you could probably get a job very, very, very easily here making top money as a translator or a teacher in different really? languages. You know that. Well, he's a teacher. Man. He's at- oh, dude. Yeah. You could, I mean, you're in, English is your second language, and you keep up with two people, you know, who are natural born here very, very yeah. easily. So you could, I mean, if you were to come here, you could easily get a job as a translator or teaching your, you know, oh, Luna Lena, how you doing? Farsi oh, <clears throat> is a Farsi. difficult Farsi. language. I mean, it's really difficult to teach. Hey, Luna, Luna, Lena, how are you? Luna Lena, how you doing today? I'm a little puppy and there was another word I was going to teach you guys, because uh, we use it a lot here, and it's really easy. Can you go on and try that? Huh? Sure, what you got? All right. There, there it is. Chakaram. Right on the cheek. Chakaram. Chakaram. Yeah. When, when, you, when you see your friend, you just go on and say, hey, Chakaram means... Um, Literally, it means uh, it means I'm your servant, uh, or I'm thankful to you. But Shocker actually, it means it, it's a sign of fr- it's a sign of friendship. When two people are close to each other, uh, they want to say that they care about each other. They say, "Going, hey, check it out." Huh? Yeah. Okay. Luna, we'll yeah, Luna is Luna. much easier. Yeah, Luna. Luna is beautiful. Oh. Um, Oh, I just squirreled like a son of a gun. I hate that. <laughs> Brain fell out. Squirrel <laughs> <laughs> boy. Is an old Latin word for moon. It is. Yes. Hey. Oh, good grief. Way to go, puppies. Wow. <laughs> now, um, I don't know much about Farsi. Per- what are the linguistic roots of it? I mean, do you? Because I know. Well, let me tell you. Hmm? Yeah, please go on. I mean, I know in that particular area, like some of the languages, they shared a lot with others, but the languages were very. Um, it was one of the ways that people would identify each other is how mm-hmm. they spoke. Mm-hmm. Come on outside. Well, uh, I, I guess it will be surprising to you that English and Farsi have the same origin. They both come from the north of Europe. So, really? um, yeah, you can see a lot of similarities uh, between English and Farsi, while Arabic, um, which most people think that Farsi has the same origins with Arabic, but actually, Arabic is an African language. Uh, it origin it originates in, in Africa, while Farsi because uh, Persian in Egypt first. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Persians came from the, the Europe. They came from Europe to Asia, uh, and then they populated here. And um, Arabs, they were in Africa. Okay, so like you can see it in in, in Arabic, father is ab. 
or yeah. Abu, something like that. But in Farsi, father is pedar. So father, pedar. Mother, like madar. They're, they're kind of the same. That's very similar. Yeah, actually, exactly. The or, actually, the word, the word bad, we have the exact word with the exact meaning in our language. Bad means not good. <laughs> bad is bad. Bad is bad, yeah. Is so bad. We, have, we share a lot of words, and many words are similar. Uh, and I guess that's what makes it a bit easier for Iranians to learn English than other languages. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, English is a beautiful language. I mean, English hey. literature is just one of the things that I really enjoy reading. I mean, English is an amazing language, and it can be very uh, was evocative. Like it, it, it's interesting because there are other languages out there um, which have a lot of subtleties in the language. Like you can get a lot of emotion out of um, yeah. Spanish. Uh, Cambodian mm -hmm. is another one that. It's not as precise as English, but yeah, you know, it's a little more almost artistic. <clears throat> English that, is that, very that good is true. I agree with that. The, the one of the best things about English is that there is a word for everything. I mean, Pretty much, every, now we make one up. <laughs> yeah, if, if there isn't anything, you just make one up. Exactly, like spaghettify. <laughs> that was just. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so that's the best thing about English, that it makes it really easy to convey uh, sciences with English. But as you said, there is a good point about Farsi that it is full of feelings. I mean, just to say to someone that you love them, there are a gazillion ways. Um, so like one thing that we use a lot in Farsi uh, is this one. I guess this, this is going to be difficult for you to pronunciate. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a whack at it. Okay, so it's pronounced as Gorbunet Baram. Could you say that one more time? Because for some reason yeah. I don't probably to speak over you so Sorry. I can hear it. <laughs> no problem. Gorbunet Baram. One more time because he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Orbunet Peram. Orbunet, you know. Yeah, it means that uh, I want to sacrifice myself for you. The literal meaning is that, but actually it means that I really love you. Huh. So you, when, you wanna, when you want to talk to someone who's dear to you, for example, I say, Dan, Orbunet Peram, how are you? It means that, uh, Dan, my friend, I, you, who, who is dear to me, how are you? Okay. Or sometimes uh, it is used as a joke. So... For example, Adam gets sidetracked. I said, Adam, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's... I, it is. Well, and I mean, yeah. in English, it's very interesting because, you know, I... Hey, bro. Buddy. How's it going, pal? I mean, there's only a couple of words. But in Spanish, mi corazón. Yeah. Mi hermano. Mi amor, yeah. mi novia. I mean, and there's a thousand different ways to describe someone. Like, you know, 
Adam, what Adam means to say is he only knows a couple words in English to, to describe somebody like that. But there's thousands. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I can't call you my love without sounding special. So. <laughs> 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 now he's blushing. <laughs> you are special. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. No, <laughs> but, yeah, we're at the two hour and 47 marks. going to be 248. We are going to get wrapped up now because I actually got a lot of work I got to catch up on and do. I'm going to empty out my garage now. <laughs> Wonderful. And readjust it. See if I can save any boxes that I have in there to use for uh, packing up rooms. And then uh, take it from there, I guess, really. That's a good way of putting it, Luna. It's a way of saying I'll take a bullet for you. Exactly. Exactly. But um, so thank everybody for uh, actually listening to the podcast. Hopefully these guys download the podcast. Please, who's ever listening, once we publish it, hit the like button and share what you think. Hit us up in the comments. You can follow us on Twitter, Monster Investigators of America, or just Monster America, or on Facebook, Monster Investigators of America. Hit us up. We'll add you. No problem whatsoever. Do not follow me on Twitter, though. Do not follow Adam on Twitter, please. And if you do, I have nothing to do with anything he says. you'll, You'll definitely find stuff that comes out of his mouth offensive. Um, but hopefully everybody has a great day great day thank you all for listening and uh look out for one another like i say any chance you get even if it's the smallest can mean the world to somebody even if it's just saying hi and giving them a smile or just helping them out for boot good as always absolutely Everybody, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm really happy that you guys are back. Dan is okay again. Adam is (laughs) yes, okay again. Tomorrow, I was worried, of course. It's gonna be it's gonna be short shows from now on because I got a lot of packing to do. I got a lot of stuff I got to get going on. I actually got to get somebody out here to do an estimate for the floor and see how much that's gonna cost to repair. If they could just do a little thing, or if they have to do a big thing. Um, and I got a lot of cleaning to do as well and fixing up of the yard because my dogs are a holes and they like to be holes. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully everybody has a good, a good day for boot. Always good talking to you until Check next time. Out. Take care and look out for each other. See you, you too. Bye.